Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Blessings and welcome to Prophetic Women Ministries. I am so blessed on tonight to be here. Uh, we are embarking on a new season, amen, and I, I'm thanking God that old things have passed. Praise God and welcome to Prophetic One Ministries. I'm just so grateful. I don't know if you could hear me a second ago. I realized I think my phone was on mute. Um, we are embarking on a new season. We are just giving God thanks and praise for all things new, amen. And so tonight we're going to start off with a little bit of worship so give me just a second to, to work on the technical things, technical end of things, and we will get started. God bless you. Oh. Uh-huh. 
Amen. Amen. Overflow. Yes. Lord, pour out your spirit in this place. My God, my God, today. And that is where we are at. Lord, we are receiving, we are believing for your fresh new wind that is blowing over your people. And, and there is a new sense of renewed purpose that is in the atmosphere for the people of God. And I want you to have an understanding today that the Lord is calling you to a deeper place. He is calling you to a place that will bring his Ruach HaKadosh into your life for real, for real. My God. And the Lord is here tonight. Amen. He is here because his people are here. He is here because the grace and the mercy gifts are here. He is here because his ascension gifts are here. I give honor and, and, and praise to my God. Amen. I bless every fivefold minister that is here on tonight. I pray that the 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 fresh wind and the fresh knowledge and the fresh word of God blow over you and blow off every area of death uh, of dust and lethargy off of your life. And I'm sorry, I'm excited. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm 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 just I'm just I'm 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 stoked for tonight. My God. And you know, uh the intercessors and I we we went into worship tonight before worship and prayer before the meeting even began. And the presence of God was so thick that we knew we were carrying that glory crowd cloud right into this meeting, this service on tonight. Hallelujah. And I know that we um we have a, a set uh agenda that we had brought out, Sister Latasha, but tonight I feel that I, I, I just feel it in my spirit that we're gonna let the speaker walk into the anointing. We're not going to uh cut off the anointing. So I'm gonna ask I'm going to ask uh, Sister Nikki if you can open us in prayer on tonight, amen, and and I want you to go in, daughter. I, I want you to go in, amen, and I thank you uh, uh, for your service, for your heart of service unto this ministry, and um, after the opening prayer, um, uh, Apostle Woods, are you here tonight? Are you already on the line? Yes, I'm on the line. Okay, amen, amen. After uh, Prophetess Nikki goes forth and covers the line, I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna turn it over to you, woman of God. I'm gonna let the presence of God uh, begin to saturate. I'm gonna let the intercessors plow the ground for you, amen. And uh, and then I'm just gonna allow you to to do your thing, amen. Is that okay with the apostles? Amen. That's fine. Okay, amen. Praise God. Um, so, Prophetess Nikki, if you can lead out um, on tonight, and we'll, we'll just go from there. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we just thank you on tonight. As your people assemble together, Father, we come in great expectation. We surrender our hearts unto you, Lord. Father, we first and foremost ask forgiveness of sins, anything that we've done, said, or spoke today, God, that was displeasing in your sight. We repent of it now in the name of Jesus. We come, O oh gracious God, and we surrender ourselves. We lay aside every weight that has so easily beset us, O oh Father God, every distraction that has come today to distract us. Father, we put it to the side. 
oh Lord, as we come, we come to seek you. We come to hear from you. Father, we lift up your daughter. We cover her in prayer. We release the blood of Jesus Christ over her now. We speak strength to every part of her in the name of Jesus. Every part of her be strengthened now where the enemy has tried to come in and deplete and attack her strength. We speak strength to it in the name of Jesus. We speak strength to her mind, strength to her spirit, strength to every part of her. We thank you now, Father God, as we come before you, that the heavens, we speak for the heavens to open up over us now. Oh, Father, as your daughter goes off and begin to dig new wells in the spirit, we pray, Father God, that now you will cause us to be able to receive, help us to digest that which you release on tonight. We take authority over the atmosphere. We take authority over the airwaves. We release the blood of Jesus over the airwaves. Every heart that desires to come on, we speak, they will be able. Those that you're pulling in the spirit to come, they will be able. It will be easy access. We thank you now, Father God, we release your warring angels to go before. We release your spirit to go before her in the name of Jesus. We thank you that releasing the word will be easy unto her. We thank you, Father God. You will cause blind eyes to be open, their ears to be open. We thank you for salvation coming, Father, where people will experience you like never before. We thank you now in the mighty name of Jesus. We even speak, Father, for a wall of fire to be around us with your glory in the midst. As she begins to release the accolades of heaven, we thank you, Lord, for you stirring up the revelatory knowledge upon her. We're open to receive that which you have spoken. We thank you for maturity coming within your people on tonight. We thank you for every person, every rank and level. You meeting them right where they are with this word. This is a wonderful all word. We thank you on tonight, Father, for the angels watching over and encamping this meeting. Oh, Lord, we thank you as we sit high and we suck with you on tonight. We just thank you now for this time being fortified by your spirit. We thank you, Lord, as you're even listening in, Father, as you love to hear your daughter go forth. You love to hear, oh, Father God, the sound that is within her go forth because you hear yourself through her. We thank you on tonight, Father, for all leadership being touched, everything that needs to be released, that they will take that dew, that drop of honey back to their own places and begin to release it into the people. We thank you, Father, in your holy precious name for spirits being awakening, hearts being uplifted. We thank you for the weaponry, Father God, being restored and washed off on tonight. We thank you for deliverance and cleansing. We thank you, Father, for healing in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the power of your word that comes on tonight, Father, to do the work that you have assigned for it to do. We speak now for this time between you and us to be soundproof to the kingdom of darkness. We speak and declare in the heavens, us on the earth, in the name of Jesus, that this time... All demonic surveillance be shut down in the name of Jesus. All illegal ancestors, those that are trying to come in and pull things and robbers, we stand yes. here and speak for a spirit of stupor to fall upon them in the name of Jesus. We can now in the name of Jesus for strength being released to your people, for the hearts of your people being renewed and refreshed, for the minds of your people being transformed. We speak now for the that rest on your people and those that will come, Father, that desire 
receive, and they that that will be able to digest it. We thank you now in the name of Jesus for the airways, Father, being hijacked by your angels. We thank you for the blood of Jesus being on every computer, over and every phone, easy access, getting in, in the name of Jesus. We speak now for the anointing to even rest upon the numbers of the line. For those, oh God, just like in the days of old father, when they didn't even know they didn't get an advertisement. Oh, Father God, just the kabod, the very kabod of God. Oh, Father God, I should them where they too could get a touch from you. And we call forth and declare that the kabod of God would rest heavy, the very cloud of the Lord. And all those around the world would see God. And they will come and begin to rest and understand, Father, that where your kabod is, everything they need is there. And we thank you now, Father, for your kabod, your glory. Oh, Father, your angels, Father, those that have tried to attack, Father, to stop this word from coming, we thank you, Father, that they have been rendered powerless, and victory is ours, and victory is the woman of God. We thank you now, Father, for the ministry, Father, that is coming, oh, Father, in to release the word. We thank you that ministry in the name of Jesus. Every need they have, thank you, Father, that you are going to give it. Every provision, we thank you in advance, Father, that you're going to do it. We thank you, Father, for the outreach ministry that you're even building with them. Come on. You're even providing the transportation that they're needing. We speak now that people will sponsor fans, Father. They will sponsor fans, Father, to help them. We thank you for you. Oh, Father God, the dreams that your daughter has. Thank you for you removing the dust of those, those things that she has. Even forgot herself. Even when she was a little girl, she always desired to help people. Oh, Father, in her heart, especially for the elderly and the children. We thank you now, Father. Don't, Father, that you, oh, Father, will show her her full potential. That you trust her because she is responsible and she has been obedient to you. We thank you for you giving her the name of the nursing home that you, Father God, and you said she could be on us. We thank you, Father, for the schools that was in her. Oh, Father God, not just school, but the Holy Ghost, just school where people can learn. And Father God, get that they really perform as 100% And we thank you for the balance of this woman of God and everything that has come to shape her this week alone. We speak over in the name of Jesus. We speak for everything to settle. And we thank you, Father, for the glory of God being here on tonight and her throne and the atomic bomb anointing that you have given us to her. And we speak strength for her voice for her to deliver just like you would desire her to. And we thank you, Father, for the mysteries of heaven being revealed through her. And we thank you, Lord, as we are sitting at a table ready to receive from you. Our hearts are open to you. We come in one accord. We lay down everything. We all come as disciples and servants and children up to you all tonight, God. Say here and to receive what you have designed and assigned and desire for us to receive on tonight. And we give you praise. We give you glory. And we continue and forever. We give you the honor. And we bless you now. And we honor the gift for the hour. And we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. 
Amen. Man. Oh, my God. God. Man. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the glory of God is in this place. Thank you, uh, Prophetess Nikki. You know. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good. My God, right? Wow. The power of God just being released to this house on tonight. And we do not take it lightly that the Spirit of God has come in, in visitation into this place, amen, and and um, and we are just grateful for that, my God. Phew. And so I would like to uh, start by just introducing my sister, my friend, Apostle Stacy Woods. Uh, this is my sister from a different mother, but her spirit is so like the Lord's that she and I could be twins, amen. We have the same daddy. And her ministry is something that is very powerful. It is. It has lasted. Amen. And the Word tells us that only the things of God last. Amen. And we've seen many come and we've seen many go. But the Lord has anointed this woman in the apostolic anointing, and and she has kept that anointing in humility, in a way to honor the Father above all things. And I can say because I have watched her life, I have watched her ministry, that she's the real deal. And I am honored to have her on this line. I am honored for that grace gift of God to be here on tonight. And so we are not going to tarry the time any longer. I am going to relinquish the floor to my sister and my friend, Apostle Stacy Woods. God bless you, woman of God. And Man, God bless you, everyone. Can everybody hear me okay? Yes, ma'am. Amen. Praise the Lord. We just thank God for allowing an opportunity uh, for us to minister on tonight. And we give God praise, amen, because he's an awesome God. There is nobody like him. Hallelujah. And I just, pray, yeah. I just give God great praise for the invitation to be here tonight, amen. I'm so grateful that the Lord has allowed us through modern technology and through all of these inventions to be able to use this for his glory, amen. I also give God praise and honor for my sister, Amen. Providence, the Lord bless you. I love you so much. Big hugs from Louisiana. Amen. I thank God for you, for your heart to build the kingdom of God, for all of you all who labor along with her, who help her to pray, who help her to carry out the mission that God has given to her. Amen. I'm just so excited once again, and I just speak blessings upon you, upon your family, the man of God. Thank God for Amen. Him. Amen. We just give God praise for prophetic word. Amen. Thank God that there are people who have a heart to hear what God is saying to his church. Amen. By the way of the prophetic word of God. Hallelujah. Yes. We know that the Bible has declared that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word. Amen. That proceeded out of the mouth of God. Hallelujah. Yes. And we are grateful. Amen. Because God has given us. Thank you, Jesus. He's given us his word, amen, and that word is able to save our souls, hallelujah, and I give God praise, amen, for releasing a word to his people. I pray that you you would be blessed, that you would be edified by this word, that this word will speak confirmation to your spirits. It's a word of exhortation, amen, Amen. the word, amen, that those who are mature in the Lord can begin to rejoice about, amen, because it will bring spiritual growth to God's people, to the body of Christ, and that's what we need, amen? 
Praise God. You know, we have too much, amen, too much fluff. Amen. We'll just blow up. <laughs> amen. But God wants us to grow up. Amen. And that's why he's given us the meat of his word. Praise the Lord. So coming out of the book of Galatians, I will not be very long, but I pray by the help of the Holy Ghost I can be strong. Amen. Galatians chapter 4 and verse 16, the word of the Lord says there, Galatians 4 and 16 again, so have I become your enemy by telling you the truth. Amen. God gave me a word. He said, listen, we don't have time to sugarcoat. We don't have time to try to polish it up and make it sound pretty for people. He said, because... Um, he's calling those, amen, prophetic mouthpieces, intercessors, watchmen, gap standers, amen, those who minister, amen. Even by the grace of God, we still have to tell God's people the truth, amen. So with the help yes. of the Lord, I want to just minister, just tell the truth, just tell the truth, amen. Just tell the truth. As a subtitle, um, if, amen, if I could have one, it would be excuses, excuses. Hallelujah. And God began to minister this word to me. He said none of us would be would be um, honored or would be flattered if someone categorized us as a liar. Amen. We love God, so we don't want we don't ever want to be uh, identified or labeled as a liar. But the Lord said, yet some of the things, Amen, that we um, are walking in, Hallelujah, it's it's bearing fruit. Amen. Of one who does not embrace the spirit of truth. My God. He said the spirit of truth compels us to walk in complete honesty. Now, some will say that honesty is brutal. It's the cold, hard truth. But the Bible says, amen, that we are obligated to tell the truth, live the truth, walk in the truth, and be challenged even by the truth of what and who we are. Uh, We can't do anything great unless we learn how to embrace the truth. Amen. The truth is we can't even worship unless we're coming in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. So God says no more excuses. Listen, I went and I began to pull up some quotes uh, from scholars and from literary voices about the truth. Amen. And I began to uh, look up a short list of people who accomplished great things at different ages because they were embracers of who they were, but yet even in who they were, uh, they did not allow uh, their limitations, amen, to keep them from doing great things, amen. And so we yeah. got to tell the truth. Deliverance won't come until we tell the truth. Healing won't come until we tell the truth. Salvation won't even come until we tell the truth. You think you're going to get behind the veil? Well, guess what? You can't even have a peek behind the curtain until you tell the truth. Yes, Helen Keller, at the, at the age of 19 months, became deaf and blind, but that did not stop her. She was the first deaf and blind person to earn a Bachelor of Arts degree. Mozart was already competent on the keyboard and violin, and he composed from the age of five years old. Anne Frank was 12 years old when she wrote the diary of Anne Frank. Amen. In spite of the limitations, she told the truth. Jesse Owens was 22 years old when he won four gold medals in Berlin in 1936. Beethoven was a piano virtuoso by the age of 23. Isaac Newton, <laughs> yes, he wrote the philosopher, naturalist, principal, mathematica at 24. 
Hallelujah. Albert Einstein was 26 when he wrote the theory of relativity. Lance Armstrong, 27, when he won the Tour de France. Michelangelo created two of the greatest sculptures by the age of 28. Alexander the Great, by the age of 29, had created one of the largest empires of the ancient world. Oprah Winfrey was 32 when she started her talk show, which has become the highest-rated program of its kind. Martin Luther King, Jr. was 34 when he wrote the speech, I Have a Dream. I could go on, I could go on, I can go on. Columbus was 41. Rosa Parks was 42. JFK was 43. Hallelujah. Abraham Lincoln was 52 when he became president. Dr. Seuss was 54 when he wrote The Cat in the Head. Why am I, why am I, why am I stating this? And Nelson Mandela was, was 76 when he became the president because these people learned how to embrace who they were. Hallelujah. And they put away the excuses. I hear the Lord saying excuses, excuses. But it's time to come into the truth. And when I became still in my spirit, I began to wrestle with an uncomfortable feeling. And that feeling, I believe, is God's heart saying, give me another yes instead of your excuses. Stop telling me what you can't do and what you're too young to do and what you're too old to do and what you're too short to do and what you're too tall to do and what you're too fat to do, what you're too skinny to do, what you're too poor to do, what you're too uneducated, whatever your excuses. He said, stop giving me your excuses and give me a yes. Hallelujah. This word is not meant to beat up on anyone, but it is to admonish us to love the Lord with all of our heart, to embrace his truth, and to get off all of the excuses. I'm tired. I don't feel well. I worked hard all week. I need to rest. I need this. Most of the excuses that we make are rooted in the word I. (laughs) But God said, tell the truth. Tell the truth. You become lazy and spoiled. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. You become lethargic. Tell the truth. You've been making up excuses. He said, but tell my people I don't have room for laziness. He said he's calling for soldiers, and soldiers are not lazy. They're on the job. They sleep with one eye open if they have to. And although they may take some time to regroup and refocus, when they're on the job, they're on the job. They understand their position and their assignment, and no excuse will be good enough if they are found missing in action. Benjamin Franklin said he that is good for making excuses is seldom good for anything else. My God, what excuse can substitute for our disobedience to God? What excuse can substitute for a soul that we failed to reach? My God, another quote says, like crying wolf, If you keep looking for sympathy as justification for your actions, you will someday be left standing alone when you really need help. God help us tonight. Hallelujah. Another scholar said success is not obtained overnight. It comes in installments. You get a little bit today, a little bit tomorrow, until the whole package is given out. But the day you procrastinate, you lose that day's success. I'm going to say that again. Success is not obtained overnight. It comes in installments. Get a little bit today, a little bit tomorrow, until the whole package is given out. But the day you procrastinate, you lose that day's success. Help us, God. Help us, God. Help us, God. Another quote said, we may place blame. We may give reasons. 
We may even have excuses, but in the end, it is an act of cowardice not to follow mm. your dreams. Mm. Excuses, excuses. Mm. What are yours? The dictionary defines an excuse as to make an allowance for shortcomings, to overlook, to serve as justification for, or to vindicate. Amen. Let's look at a very some of the very famous excuses from some very famous people in the Bible and see if their excuses were any different from the ones that we use today. <laughs> Adam and Eve's excuse. When God placed Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, he gave them only one restriction. He told them not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil because God created Adam and Eve with a free will. And when he confronted them, with, they were confronted with temptation. They had a choice to make and obey God and to live or even eat the fruit that was forbidden and to die. Amen? They had a choice to make it. We all have choices to make. The right choice would bring everlasting life. But the wrong one would bring everlasting damnation. But the choice was theirs to make. They chose, my God, they chose to disobey God. Adam knew the rules because God gave them to him. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 16 through 17, the Bible says, And the Lord commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest eat freely. Look at all the freedom. Look at all the liberty that he's given him. The whole entire garden, Adam, is yours. You can can eat everything you want to eat. Everything, just be free. Just operate in liberty. He said, but there's one that I don't want you to touch. Just one. Just one. Just one. Limitless supplies of a good life. It's just one thing I don't want you to do. I don't want you to touch the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Thou shalt not eat of it, nor in the day that thou shalt, thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Yet Adam not only loved Eve enough to die with her, but also wanted something that belonged to God, which was omnipotent. Adam committed two sins, disobedience and covetousness. In Luke chapter 12 and 15, the Bible said, and he said unto them, take heed and be, beware of covetousness. For a man's life consisted not in the abundance of the things which he possesses. My God, he disobeyed both God, not by, by not obeying his commandments, John 14 and 15, and her husband, by not submitting to his authority, Ephesians 5 and 22. Didn't God give her to Adam in Genesis 2 and 22? Why then was she listening to the voice of the devil? Her eyes were on material things and not on the things of God. And when confronted with their sin, excuses, excuses. Just tell the truth. No, confronted with their sin, Adam blamed Eve. Eve blamed the serpent, and the serpent just slithered away. (laughs) What did he care? He had won. Adam and Eve had lost. That's the way he wanted it, and it's still that way. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 12 through 13, and the man said, well, the woman whom thou gave, excuses, excuses, the woman who thou gave me to be with, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord said unto the woman, well, what is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, well, the serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. God asked a question to both Adam and Eve, but not the serpent. God created the serpent. God knew what the serpent was capable of, just like he created Adam and Eve. Wow. 
But unlike Adam and Eve, the serpent was already condemned. And God knew the serpent's motives and his future. But God gave Adam and Eve a divine opportunity to embrace his truth and to know who they were and to know what they had done and to know what their future would be like. And so God asked the question of man, where art thou? Mm-hmm. Not because he didn't know his physical location. It was because Adam was not where he expected him to be. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. He asked him, where are you? Because you're not in the place where I put you. You're not in the place that I ordained you. I created you to have dominion. Why are you submitting yourself to a serpent? And I believe he's asking us, mighty in God, Holy Ghost feel, tongue talking, Bible talking, scripture quote, casting out the, but where are you? Where are you? Where are you, intercessor? Where are you, prayer warrior? Where are you? prophet of God? Where are you, mighty mouthpiece of God? Where are you? I know where you live. I'm saying, where are you? Are you in the place where I put you to be? Are you having dominion? Are you operating in what I gave you? Where are you? Where are we? We're hiding behind excuses. Excuses, excuses. Where God, the church, they don't like prophetic ministry. And God, the people, they reject me. And God, they just don't understand my calling. And God, they don't understand the ministry of an intercessor. And God, you know, it's hard for me to just keep bearing all the burdens of everybody else. It's hard for me to keep getting inbox prayer requests, and I'm praying, and I'm fasting, and I'm crying out, and I'm travailing, and I'm weeping. And, Lord, it's hard. So, I, you know, but God is still saying, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? And he asked Adam. Because he knew that Adam was made, unlike any other creature in the garden, in the earth. He knew that Adam was made to have fellowship with God. And knowing that he had sinned by disobeying God's command and now having knowledge of good and evil, he hid from God. He hid, and that's what we do. We hide. We know what we're supposed to be. We know what God has said. How many prophetic words you need? How many hands you need laid on you? How many times you got to be smeared with oil to know who God has called you to be and to know what God has said? So why are you hiding? But Adam's fellowship with God was broken because of his excuse. And because of his shame, Adam hid from God, but God didn't withdraw from him. So when we sin, we start withdrawing our fellowship from God. And just so you know, disobedience is sin. You might not be with nobody's husband. You might not be watching anything unclean on television. You might not be uh, doing what you see other folk doing. You might not go to the club, amen? You might not curse anymore. You might not steal. You may not gossip, but if you're disobeying, If you're still offering God excuse upon excuse, you're still walking in a place of sin. Lord Jesus, forgive us and help us, God, to say yes to your will. So I said, why can't I find you? Why can't I find you? I ordained a secret place for us to meet where I could commune with you. And each morning I'm waiting up for you and you're sleeping, Lord Jesus. When I nudge you, oh, I know, I know, I know the conviction is falling because I feel it. I, when I nudge you and you roll over and you say, but I'm tired, my God. But he said, but I want to talk to you. I want to prepare you for what's to come today. I want to prepare you. It's some demons out there I want to get you ready for. It's some obstacles. I need to give you some power so you can overcome. I want to give you some insight so that you'll see that there's going to be an accident today. And I need to let you know to go the other way. And you're snoring and you're sleeping. Why can't I find you? Where are you? 
<clears throat> and we can't have fellowship with God if we allow the enemy to continue to allow us to walk in disobedience. In First John 1 and 6, it says, if we say that we have fellowship with God and walk in darkness, we are liars. And we do not the truth. It didn't say you didn't you tell the truth. It said you do not the truth. All your actions are a lie. Not only are you a lie, but all, everything you do is a liar. Come on. That's how important your fellowship with God is. He said, you say you have fellowship with me, but you're still walking in darkness. You lie and you do not the truth. Come on now. The next thing God asks the question of, of Eve he said, what is this that thou hast done? Even Eve's probably still chewing on the fruit. She didn't even understand the, the, the depths of what she had done. But what he was asking her was, not did you eat of the fruit. No, he was asking her, do you know, why, why is it that you're not doing what you were created to do? Mm-hmm. You were created to be the man's helpmeet. I gave you your job description in the beginning when I created you. Genesis 2 and 18, and the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a help me for him. The purpose of Eve's existence was to be a helper for Adam. The woman was created from man's side to be by his side. Genesis 2, 21 through 22. And the Lord, he did it, caused the deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord had taken from man, he made a woman and brought her unto the man. Eve was meant to be by her husband's side, not off by herself wandering in the garden. Come on. But because Eve was separated not walking in unity with her husband, she was vulnerable to the temptation of the enemy. I know you bring home the bacon and fry it up in the pan, and you every woman, phenomenally phenomenal woman, that's you. But God, God did it. He created. God did it. He created you to be helpmeet. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for a definition. That ain't all who you are, but that is who you are. Glory to God. Hallelujah. She was to be a helper. Hallelujah. Not help him fall, but help him succeed. Help him walk out his God-ordained purpose. Help him obey God. Help him and say, no, baby, God said don't do that. Baby, listen, we can't do this. But she helped him in the fall. Mm She foolishly, foolishly blamed the devil for what happened to her. But we can't blame the devil for doing his job. But God is looking for us to do our job. So God's question to Eve was not where are you. His question to her was what did you do? What caused you to walk away from me and to separate from your husband and from your helpmeet? And what did you cause to happen by your disobedience? And why did you do And God expects an answer for why we do what we do. We can't continue to give God these plain excuses, thinking it's going to satisfy the will and the desire of God for our life. Adam and Eve's excuses were to blame someone else for their sin. But who do we blame when we mess up? My, my. Right. We're still dealing with excuses. Still dealing with excuses. I got another witness. Come here, Cain. 
Let's deal with another excuses. Another excuse. See, Cain knew all about sacrifice. His parents, no doubt, told him over and over again as he was growing up about the first sacrifice that was made because of their disobedience to God. Cain knew how Adam and Eve had broken God's heart. Cain knew how God had to sacrifice his very own creation, two perfect spotless lambs to atone for the sins of his parents. Cain also knew why it had to be a blood sacrifice. Yet, despite of this knowledge, Cain rebelled against God and offered a sacrifice that was unacceptable to God, a bloodless sacrifice. Cain didn't love God with all of his heart, soul, mind, and strength. He did not put God first. Cain dishonored his earthly parents, Adam and Eve, and he dishonored his heavenly father, God. Cain did what Cain wanted to do. That sound familiar? Cain knew his offering was not what the Lord required, but he gave it anyway. So that'll be enough. That'll be good enough. This will just have to do. And then he got mad when he saw his brother Abel doing what was right. Lord, help us, Jesus. You know you're not doing what God told you to do. You know you're not doing praying like he told you to pray. You know you're not studying like he told you to study. And then you trust to get mad and angry and jealous when somebody else want to live holy, when somebody else want to pray, when somebody else want to live right. And he let envy, he let envy settle in his heart. He let envy cause him hallelujah, to be bitter. Oh, it's happening in the church. It's happening in the church. You at home cooking grits and eating oatmeal and getting mad when the intercessors are in the church praying and then get upset when the glory falls. Come on. Somebody fasting and praying and believing God, going through the right way, suffering for righteousness' sake, standing up for what's right, and you keeping your mouth closed because you're comfortable. You don't want to speak up. You don't want to let God use you. You don't want. You don't want to sacrifice. You don't want to pray. You want. You don't want to mm-hmm. give. Amen. Hallelujah. But then you get mad when God promotes somebody else. And Cain knew that God didn't want that kind of offering. And what did Cain do when he was confronted by God? He lied about his brother's whereabouts. First he sinned by murdering his Mm -hmm. own brother, among other things. But then when God confronted him about it, he wanted to get an attitude. Am I my brother's keeper? He became defensive. How are you going to get sarcastic with God? Jesus. He didn't want to take responsibility for his actions. Genesis 4 and 9, and the Lord said unto Cain, where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? Mm. Cain's excuse was that he only thought of himself. But what about my offering, Lord? What's the matter with what I gave you? I labored hard. Why won't you accept what I did? Cain wanted to meet God's requirements by his own terms. Oh, Jesus. He took the mm-hmm. easy way out. But when you're giving God an offering, you got to give him what he wants, not what you want him to have. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yes, yes. <laughs> so what do you do we use when God requires something greater from us? Mm-hmm. Well, God, I already sing in the choir. I mean, I don't know what else you want me to do. I mean, I'm already, <laughs> I'm already tithing. You want me to give an offering? Well, I'm already faithful. I mean, I'm already doing that. Well, what about them? Why, why, how, how is that you bless them? Hallelujah. Yeah. How far short of murder are we willing to go to appease our conscience for putting ourselves ahead of God? Think about yeah. it. 
Think about it. You know you ought to be in church. It's a sacrifice of our time that God requires of all of us. Hebrews 10, 25, not forsaking the assemblies of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more, as you see the day approaching. Yet what excuse do we come up with for not going, for not fellowshipping, my, my. for not being in unity with the body of Christ? You ain't that anointed. <laughs> so we can't go nowhere. Hallelujah. You ain't that deep, boo. Can I just help you? You're not, it ain't that deep. My God. So where you can't get along with nobody in no church, everywhere you go is a problem. Woo! The problem is you. God said it's time to get rid of the excuses. And so we're admonished in the word of God. Answer to them in Matthew 22 and 29. He said, Ye do error, not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God. As a matter of fact, God promised us a reward when we know the truth. He said in Revelation 1 and 3, Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the word of the prophecy, of this prophecy, and those that keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. I want to tell you, the time is at hand. What you are doing for God, amen, it had, and it can no longer be, hallelujah, what you want to have of your life. Thank you, Jesus. It must be what God is requiring of your life, hallelujah, a full sacrifice. I surrender all. Most of us, when we sing that song, we're lying, hallelujah, because what we're saying is I surrender some of it. I surrender most of it. But we don't really surrender at all, hallelujah. And we all know where that little part that we don't want to surrender is tough away. Hallelujah. We already know where we're keeping it. Hallelujah. That's why God is saying, why? Where are you? Hallelujah. And what are you doing? Hallelujah. And where is your brother? My God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I got one more person who gave God an excuse. We're going to look at what happened to this one that gave God an excuse. Of all the created beings, this person was given the greatest position in heaven. He was the covering cherub around God's throne. He was the most beautiful angel. He was also a musical creature. In Ezekiel 28, 13-15, the Bible says, Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. The sword of the topaz and the diamond, the barrel, the onyx and the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald and the carbuncle and gold. The workmanship of thy tablets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou wast created. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast Walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou wast perfect in thy ways from the day that thou wast created till iniquity was found in thee. Yes, this person that I am speaking of is Lucifer. What was his excuse? He wasn't satisfied with what he had. He didn't want to be the best, first, or most important in his field, even though he was a -a one-of-a-kind being. He didn't want to be near God. He didn't want to serve God. He wanted to be God. And what follows are the five I wills of a proud heart and the end of a promising destiny. Isaiah 14, 12-15, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? Son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nation? For thou hast said, you ain't telling nobody, but you said it in your heart. Woo, my God Almighty. You said it in your heart. 
If you didn't put it on a status, you didn't tell about you just said it in your heart. <laughs> I will ascend unto heaven. I will I will. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. So let's look at five steps of Satan's corporate ladder. Step one, I will ascend into heaven. <laughs> Step two, declare yourself as a leader of one of your coworkers. He said, I will exalt my throne above the stars or above the other angels of God. Be careful. Be careful. First, you're going to ascend into heaven, okay? Then you're going to exalt your throne above everybody else. Above all the angels of God. Step three, give yourself a more important position. I will sit also upon the mountain of the congregation in the sides of the Lord. Step four, move into the boss's office. Put your feet up on his desk. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. Above the clouds, okay? Step five, I will overthrow and replace the boss. I will be like the most high. Pride is a sin that is spelled as in S, as in self, I, as in me, and N, as in nobody else. My I'm going to say that again. Pride is a sin that is spelled S, as in self, I, as in me, N, as in nobody else. What was Satan's reward for this attempted takeover? First, he was cast out of heaven. He was sent in the opposite direction from where he wanted to go. Jesus said in Luke chapter 10, verse 18, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Second, his throne was set up below the stars, not above, like he expected. In Job 1 and 7, and the Lord said unto Satan, Whence cometh thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. So his kingdom became the earth, not the heavens. He became the God of this world, not in the heavens, as he had originally planned to do so. Second, oh, I could preach there. I really, 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 really could preach there, but we must move on. Second Corinthians chapter 4 and 4, the Bible said, In whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Third, he was he third, he wanted to inhabit, you know, the thrones of God, but what happened was he inhabited his own place, but it's very hot down there. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Isaiah 14 and 15, it says, Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the size of the pit. Fourth, he, he, he wanted to rule, but the Bible said he will be cast into the bottomless pit and eventually into the lake of fire, and he will rule there. Revelation 20, 1 through 3, and I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of a bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand, and he laid hold of the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, Satan, and bound him a thousand years and cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled, and after that he must be loose a little season. Oh, I could go on. Fifth, 
he shall become a worm, not like God. <laughs> ha, ha. He wanted to be like God, but he shall become a worm. That's his fate. When the devil tries to remind you of your future, you remind him of his <laughs> Your, when he tries to remind you of your present, rather, you remind him of his future. Hallelujah. Isaiah 14 and 11, thy pomp, thy pomp, all this pomp and circumstance, all this fanfare that you're doing, thy pomp is brought down to the grave, and the noise of all thy vows, and the worm is spread under thee, and the worms cover thee. So while his delusions of grandeur didn't last long, the consequences of his actions will last for an eternity. Mm-mm-mm. I could go through so many more excuses. The excuse of the people of Noah's day. Noah mm. preached for 120 years and had no converts, had no new members, had no tithers, had no leaders, had no disciples. Day after day. We're talking about we can't do it for a week, can't do it for a year, but Noah did it for 120 years. Day after day. No no, no TV tapings, no tape ministry. Come on, no altar workers, no adjutants, no arm bearers, not even no intercessors. Oh, my God. It's 120 years. Years. Amen. Had no partners to join. Day after day, the people heard about God's wrath and his coming judgment, but nobody believed Noah. Because why would God do such a thing like that? For 120 years, they heard about a rain. They heard about a flood coming, but nobody believed. Well, anyway, what is rain? We've never seen, we never heard such a thing where water fall down from the sky because the Bible said there was a mist that came up from the earth. All right, God, so what are you talking about? There's going to be water falling from the sky, and it's going to be God's vision upon us. But Noah preached about the salvation of the Lord, and that was only to be found in the ark that he was building each and every day. No Nobody believed him. How could an ark float when there was no water around? The people of Noah's day could not see past the ends of their own noses. So what they could not see, they could not believe. Does that sound familiar? Since they had never seen it, they refused to believe it. And I'm sure it was hard to turn a deaf ear to all the questions, all the criticism, all the ridicule and scorn from his family and friends all those years. Maybe Noah couldn't even see it either, but he believed it, thank God. He probably didn't even understand it, but he was obedient and willing to take a step of faith. And that faith saved his life and the life of his wife and his three sons and their wives. And Noah and his family were able to live by faith. And the Bible tells us, that we ought to walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. What excuses? What excuses? The excuse of the builders of the Tower of Babel when they wanted to play God. I can't even go through. We in Genesis. Hallelujah. So many excuses. So many excuses. So many excuses. So many excuses. Thank you, Jesus. So many excuses. Lot's wife's excuse. I built my house there. I know it's sinful. I know God said he was going to destroy it. I know they're doing everything that's shameful. I know that God's frowning upon it. I know that God sent angel escorts just to help me out of the city, but I can't leave it back there. Just let me take one more glance. Just let me take one more peek. Mm -hmm. Nope. Mm -hmm. God. Excuse me. Moses' excuse. Who, me? You want me to talk and I'm stuttering? I have a speech impediment? Me? You calling me? 
Excuse number one from Moses was, but God, I can't possibly do what you're asking me. I have no experience in the negotiation business. What do I know about approaching a pharaoh? Come on. And what did God say to Moses? (laughs) He said, go, because I am sent you. I'll be with you. I'll tell you what to say, and I'm going to give you a bonus when you're finished with the job. Mm. Excuse number two, but God, I don't want them to get mad at me. So yes. what authority do I have in going to them? And whose name am I going to go in? God said, don't worry, Moses. They're going to know who I am before this is all over. When the sea turned to blood and locusts start swarming, and even their firstborn child falls dead, they don't know who, who sent you. Excuse number three. And what if they don't believe me? Yes. God said, don't worry about that. I got it covered. They love signs, well, I'll give them signs. They like a show, well, I'll give them the show. I'll I'll trick the magicians. Woo! Jesus. Well, God, what am I going to use? God say, what's in your hand? (laughs) What am I going to say? I'll put the words in your mouth. But, 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 and, and and it get worse when I'm n- nervous. What God? Who who gonna listen to me? Oh yeah. And Moses said unto the Lord, I'm not eloquent. I ain't been to college. I'm slow of speech. I'm slow of tongue. God said I made your tongue, and I can make you speak so they can understand it. Jesus. Excuse number five, uh, Lord. I hate to bring this up, but. I killed a man. I killed a man. Can't you can't you find somebody more worthy with a record that's more spotless than mine? God said, I don't want nobody else. You just the man I'm looking for. You used to be a somebody. You were the prince of Egypt. I couldn't use you then. But now you're nobody. And I specialize in nobody. So now I can use you. Amen. Oh my God. Mm. What's your excuse? 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 What's your excuse for not stepping out by faith? What's your excuse for not doing something for God? What's your excuse for not going to the mission field? What's your excuse for not surrendering everything to God? What's your excuse? For not telling people about Jesus Christ, for not being faithful to your ministry, for not praying, for not reading your Bible, for not living a saved life. What's your excuse? In Luke chapter 14, I'm closing. In Luke chapter 14, verse 18 through 20, the Bible said, but they all like all alike, and this is the, uh, another version, but they all alike begin to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a field, and I must go out and see it. Please have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I have to go to examine them. Please have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I can't come. <laughs> Please have me excused. This is, he invited them into the marriage feast, to the banquet. All of them gave him excuse. Jesus. Jesus. God. Another said another another said, uh, Lord, let me first go bury my father. <laughs> Jesus said, Let the dead bury the dead. 
Another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me say farewell to those who are at my home. Jesus said, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom. Amen. Jeremiah said, I'm young. <laughs> I'm too young. Uh, look, I'm afraid of those folks. When, they, when I talk, they look at me funny. But now the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, the prophet, and said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I consecrated you and appointed you a prophet to the nations. I said, Lord, I can't speak, for I'm only a child. But the Lord said, don't say that, that you're only a youth. So I'm going to go. You're going to go to whom I send you. You shall go. Hallelujah. And whatever I command you, whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you. Yes. Declares the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We're, we're embracing the spirit of truth now. I'm bearing the truth of who I am. All of my insecurities, all of my feelings of being insignificant, all of my faults, my failures, and yes, Lord, even my excuses. And God, I say, if you can call me knowing I was flawed, then God, you could use me. Hallelujah. And I thank you, Jesus, today for giving us your word. And in in response to your word, Lord, our answer is yes, not another excuse. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to say yes to your will, yes to your way, without excuse. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 And amen. God bless you. Come on, my Lord. My God. Hallelujah. You just tore down the apple cart, rebuilt it. Amen. My God. Hallelujah. Just tell the truth and respond in the truth, my God. And that, I know some people just got set free on tonight. Amen. Those of you who have been toiling, for those of you who have been in ministry and, 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 and feeling like you're spinning your wheels, you're not spinning your wheels. God is using you. He's going to Woo! use you in the absolute truth. Amen. And as long as you walk in the truth of the Lord, you know that your steps are ordered by him, my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord. I'm going to say this ahead of time. If we have any other uh uh, five-fold ministers on tonight that the Lord is speaking to your heart, please know that this is the house of freedom and, and allow God to use you and stir up your gifts in this house. Amen. Glory. And so at this time, uh, I, I just, whew, I'm, I'm so full.
God. If God is, is with you right now, you stay right there in the presence of God. Hallelujah. At this time, I'm going to activate the, the intercessory team, and we are going to shift. Hallelujah. 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 We are going to shift, my God. And we're going to shift the, uh, the, the, the intercessory and prophetic uh, portion of this meeting on tonight. Um, before we do anything, we are going to cover the apostle and, and and begin to just war on her behalf. My God, I feel it in her spirit. Father God, right now, I pray over your daughter right now, Lord God. Father, I decree and declare, Lord, the gates of her territory, Father God, to be open to her now in the name of Jesus, Father. Every uh, spiritual hindrance, wickedness in high places, Father God, that tried to obstruct and try to hinder the move of God in her territory, Father God. We now obliterate your assignment by the blood of Jesus. We command every demonic gatekeeper right now in the mighty name of Jesus to relinquish their posts now by the blood of Jesus. Father, we ask your angelic host, oh God, be released. Oh, God, in this moment, in this hour, oh, God, Lord God, to the disposal of your apostle in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that your angels are being released to make war, oh, God, to make war, oh, God, over the region and the principalities and the wickednesses, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come against every spirit that has tried to exalt itself over the knowledge of Christ, Father God. And Father, right now, I pray, Lord God, a fresh wind of encouragement and empowerment to be released over the apostles now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we come against the spirit of Moloch, Father God, that is trying to consume that region. Father God, right now, every spirit of darkness, Father God, that Lord God has tried to withstand the, 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 the apostle and the authority of the apostolic anointing, Father God. Lord, we thank you even now, Lord God, that I see the enemy standing down, oh God, and the weapons of his warfare not prospering against the woman of God. Lord, we decree and declare, Lord God, that every leech that has attached to her finances, Father God, is now broken right now in the name of Jesus. Your, your hold is broken off the woman of God's finances, oh God. I see financial prosperity and increasing financial prosperity. I'm not a prosperity preacher, but this is what I see for the woman of God, that there is going to be an increase in that area on your behalf, my God, my Lord, my Lord. And for those who plant a seed in 
you and in your ministry, there will be increase, increase, increase. And let me tell you something, men and women of God, we will be taking a love offering for the woman of God. But I, I have to tell you that when the Lord says that it is time and there is season for seed time and harvest, you better plant. When God says plant, and there is something that God is going to be doing in the in this woman of God and her ministry, and and I'm telling you what I know, this is the season to get your seed in the ground. So, Father God, I thank you even now, Lord God. For, Lord, the woman of God, the woman of truth, Father God, who you have broken the assignment of the enemy off of so many lives, Lord God. Father, we thank you, Lord, for openly rewarding her, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for taking, Lord God, her her ministry, not only to the nations, but globally. Father, we ask right now in the name of Jesus that, Lord God, every door, every window and every gate that has been opened and, and, and predestined for her, Lord God, will begin to open in this season. And, Lord God, she will find herself with more engagements than she knows what to do with. And so, Father God, I thank you, Lord God, in advance. We give you all of the praise in advance. We thank you, Lord, for your spirit of restoration resting upon her, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we thank you and we honor you. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Apostle, for what you have poured out on tonight. My God, my God. Ah, thank you, Lord. Mother Doris, are you on the line? Yes, ma'am. Can you cover the apostle, please? We're going to have one more prayer open. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, we just thank you and just praise your name, Father God, for your willing servant, Father God, how she has poured out upon your people, Lord God, your word, Lord God. Father God, she has lifted you up, Lord God, tonight, your desire and your will for your people, Lord God, to stay in right standing with you, Lord God. Uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, uh, we pray right now, Father God, that you renew the strength in your daughter, Lord God, uh, in the name of Jesus. Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, uh, we desire, Lord God, that you give back to her, Lord God, what she has poured out upon your people, Lord God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for that word, Lord God, that you gave her, Lord God, to give to your people, Lord God, that we may walk, Lord God, according to your will and your way concerning our lives, Lord God. No more excuses, Lord God, we heard tonight, Lord God. No more excuses can we give, Lord God. From now on, Lord God, we cannot go forward and say, Lord God, that we did not know that nobody told us. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord God, for your daughter, Lord God. We just praise you and worship you, Lord God. So continue, Lord God, to give upon her, Lord God, the desires of her heart, Lord God. Give unto her, Lord God. Give back to her, Lord God. Cover her even the more, Lord God. Cover her home, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, Listen her to go forward, Lord God, with the strong word for the people in this end time, Lord God. And, Father God, we just thank you and just praise you and just worship you for who you are, Lord God, and what you have given me this day upon your people, your servant, your obedient servant, your loving daughter, your caring 
daughter, your daughter of compassion, Lord God, to tell the truth of the matter. And this we pray in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, our living Savior. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. At this time, um, God bless you, Prophet's Voice. It's good to see you. Um, at this time, we are going to enter into the intercession and prophetic portion of the, the service. Um, so at this time, I'm going to open up the phone line. Is there anyone that has um, a prayer request or anything that uh, for the five-fold ministers? I'm being very selective in saying that because I, I need seasoned saints. Amen. <laughs> um, is there anyone who has uh, anything that God may have laid on their hearts in this hour? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Um, prayer requests and uh, words of knowledge or wisdom that the Lord may have released. Amen. I'm sorry, we can't we can't hear you. I don't my phone is up as loud as it can go. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, I can hear you now. Yes. I've been on the line, I believe it's been now, and this has been my third week and I just you say pathetic win and when you say pathetic win that's really what you get when you get on the line. Amen. And it's such of an encouragement in this end time hour of what I needed when I'm going through transition. Amen. Amen. What is what is your name? Belinda. Belinda. Okay. I just want to make sure I didn't know I don't recognize everyone's voices. So amen. God bless you, Belinda. And I was on here um, last week, and I believe we were on almost last week until like almost one fifteen. And yeah. after we hung up, I just ushered myself in the presence of God, not knowing why I had to stay in his presence. And even when the apostle was preaching, I found myself where she was, God saying, execute the excuses, even though you're going through transition, I still called you, still preach my word. And I'm like, woof. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll keep on going regardless of the situation. Keep on going and do what I called you to do. So Amen. last week, uh, Saturday, um, after I got off the phone with you guys, I got a devastating call that someone in my family had got killed. Oh. But to say that I was able to stand strong and bring strength to those that don't know God in this end time hour and to be a shining light. Amen. Because of the way that I live, that people were able to see Christ in me and to be with the family on tomorrow as they bury a loved one, that I'll be able to be there and be a shining light and give them strength and to witness to them the Jesus that I serve. And I just want to say thank you, pathetic win, and just keep praying for me as I go through this transition for my next level. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Belinda. That is such a blessing. And thank you uh, for the word of encouragement. And um, 
and we will continue to to uplift you and your family, and um, and we we'll believe God that He will do a transforming work within your family, um, even through this circumstance. Amen. Um, Hallelujah. I'm speaking life throughout the whole thing, even though they think it's a tragic. I'm like, but God is able. Yeah. Even though you think it's a loss, it's a gain. Amen. 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 So I, just, I just thank God for a pathetic win, and you guys have pushed my baby. So now my babies are leaping for ministry and to go forth because I didn't know what I was going to do. But when I got on and uh, Google, I guess it was Google how I found out about pathetic win. Okay. And I was kind of hesitated because I don't normally take on to a lot of ministries. Right. Well, that's that's a, a smart thing. <laughs> that's a that's a good thing to be discerning of where you're you're eating at. Amen. Right. Well, that I, I am not everybody, but I I God said yes. Go go go. It's legit. It's legit. You can go. You can go. You'll hear the real word. It'll be good things. And I'm like, okay. So I got I got I got on, and I'm I'm very pleased with the prophets and the apostles. Will 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 continue to do and what God has already done. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Is is there anyone else that has a prayer request or even feedback from tonight and the word that was given on tonight? Mm-mm. Prophetic wind. Yes. This, this is Prophet Bob Propri. God bless you, Prophet Bob. Good God bless you. It's been a while, dear. Yes, sir, it has, but it's always a pleasure. Yes, ma'am. I'd like to release a word that God has given me for Apostle Stacy Woods. Okay, man of God. Okay, thank you. Apostle Woods, I heard the Lord speaking to me while you were bringing forth a powerful message tonight, and I heard every word you said But I also heard the Lord in my right ear telling me to tell you, you are one awesome woman of God, and you are one that goes to the place called there. Now, I got a witness in the back of my neck when I said that. The Lord said, you are very, there are very few people, and I, I, I prophetically speak over people in this manner, when I know it's coming from God. But the Lord told me you are one that goes to the place called there. Very few people go there. There in the place called there, God can speak to you clearly. He can open up your heart and your mind to the word of God. And not just scratching the surface of God, but going deep into the word of God. And the Lord is here to tell you tonight Come to the place called there, because there you will find peace. There you will find my resting place, saith And yea, I say unto thee, my daughter, saith the Lord, come and dine, the master's calling, come and dine. For I am in the place called there, where I'm bringing you even deeper in me. And yea, watch what I do in the upcoming months for you, yea, saith God. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you, woman of God. 
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Prophet Bob. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Apostle Smith. Yes. This is this is Nikki. Um the 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 young lady that was speaking, Miss Belinda. Yeah. When when she was on the line and she began to say about um it's something about the prophetic ends. What came yeah. to my what came to my mind was um just like Jesus told Peter when he said, Who do they say I am? Woo! And some say you are Elijah, some say you're John the Baptist, but Peter was the one that says you are the Christ. Mm-hmm. So what I wanted to tell Belinda was when she mentioned specifically about prophetic winds, the name, the winds, it was the mm-hmm. revelation of his spirit that had gave her that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to let her know because of that, and she she's, she's a seer, and God is beginning to develop her understanding of her gifting. It was yeah. a revelation of the Lord that allowed her to know that it's something with the winds of prophetic winds. So I just come in agreement with what the Lord has declared over her, and I just come in agreement that she receives as she has so humbly sought out and saw the revelation of the prophetic winds ministry. I come in agreement with her that the winds from prophetic winds blow upon her and cause this change. And as she goes in the midst of the family, that they will be drawn into her to be touched and renewed by the oils of God from his throne. And it will cause peace. It will cause love. And even the disturbance within the family is going to cause peace within that family because she has set up herself as an epitome of God, an epitome for God. And because she's postured herself, that positioned herself as such, he's going to use her in the midst of that family to release his oils. So I just wanted to release to her, it was revelation. And because of the revelation in her seeing and knowing, she has now been blown upon by prophetic winds, ministry winds. And I just wanted to release that to her. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. And her finances are about to change because there are some things that she has done in secret. Some very, some, some, I mean, some things that she has done in secret that only her and God knows. Even when she was in need and her heart was hurting, she still was obedient and she still had a loving heart. So God sees that very need that you have right now, that urgent need that you have right now, and he's going to fulfill it. This is a time of turnaround for you. And I'm going to share with you that he gave with me concerning the month of March. The month of March is a a month of movement, momentum, and miracles. And because you have been obedient, because you stood in the test of time, and you're one, your confidence has upbuilt within who you are. You don't allow your speech, you don't allow nothing about you to change who you are. You finally come to the, you finally see yourself as who God sees you, someone who's beautifully and wonderfully made, and because of that, you're going to be used to help a lot of people. Um, even things that you have had to grow into and learn yourself, 
God is going to really use you for that. You have a heart for special needs, and God is going to use you for that. You have a heart for special needs children. You're going to be one that's going to miraculously carry that anointing to go and lay hands on them, and it's going to cause them to be restored. Down syndrome, you have been anointed for that. And he's going to bless you and bless your hands to do that. I encourage you to stay the course. I encourage you to continue to go through the process. I encourage you to endure and persevere. The word says the joy of the Lord is your strength. Even at times when you don't understand, just know the joy of the Lord is your strength. Continue to find your joy in him. And you are going to be one, that you're going to be sought out by people that's going to call that's going to call upon you just for you to touch their children because you have a heart for those that have chromosome um, syndrome, Down syndrome, um, those that are autistic, um, and because of that, you say when you look at children, you say, Father, I know your power and your anointing can change this. How can you use me? What is it that I can do? That I can lay hands on, speak a word to cause this to be lifted off of these children. And because you have that heart, because you have that desire, he's making and developing you into that. This is why things are going on in your life. This is why you have such a heavy, heavy heart. This is why when you see things, your heart just begins to feel like it's just bleeding. It's because of the, the desire. God is pouring his heart on yours for the children. Because everybody don't see the anointing and the power and the gifting, even in those type children that um, suffer with those things. But because you have an eye to see that, he's going to use you to lay hands upon them, and you are going to be brought out by those in the school that you desire to help special needs children or children to be developed into learning who they are. God is going to do it for you. So you just get yourself ready. Continue to stay focused on him. These are going to be the best years of your life. I know you've heard that before, but he's confirming it again for you. You're stepping into a new time, and these are going to be the, these next years are going to be the best years of your life. You're going to do nothing but excel from here. All the loss, all the heartache, all of the responsibility, all the stretching, you're going up from here. He's accelerating you, and you just want to go up. He's going to catapult you in some areas. He's going to begin to teach you in some areas. You're going to be advanced in a lot of areas. But just be patient with yourself. Go through your process at the progression rate that he has designed for you. Um, Don't get overwhelmed or anything of that nature. Just go the path. Stay encouraged. Persevere. Know and put in your mindset, this is God is answering my prayer to prepare me, to position me, to develop me, to use me, to do what I've asked of him. So keep that in mind. God bless you. Thank you, Apostle. Can I share a testimony because of that prophecy? Yes. I stand here today as a woman of a God shouldn't have lived, but God knew me before he formed me in my mother's womb, and God had another plan. Amen. I stand here today 
with but delivered by God from Bell Central. Cerebral uh, palsy. Mm. Uh. Should have lost my mind a long time ago. Shouldn't be able to do any motor skills. Shouldn't be able to feed myself. Shouldn't be able to bathe myself. Shouldn't be able to do anything of the sort. My God. Shouldn't have been able to have three children, but I have three boys. One of them had ADHD. One of them had a speech problem, but God delivered them out of them all. But wow. I've seen God work, and I know God, and I know there is a God, <laughs> and I know God to be from what he brought me through when they told my mother I wasn't going to live. I know I had a praying grandmother in the house, but a praying grandmother most of all. Thank you. I just kept believing, but God, no matter how many times I was called many things but the child of God when I was a child, but I knew that God had his hand on my life. When I was a child, I used to drag my feet and wear braces and fall many times, but I said, one day I won't do this anymore. God will do what he promised me. And I just say nobody but God. Yeah. Through all the challenges, I I don't say sometimes I have challenging days, but I still give God the glory and keep on moving. Amen. I still give God the glory because when I think of... mm, when I think of his goodness and what he's done for me, all I could just say is hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because it could have been me, but God saw fit that is not. Now, how he brought my child from ADHD. They said he wouldn't go to college. But he did go and was delivered from ADHD. Amen. I'm just. I'm just saying a child that has speech problems but was delivered no longer has speech problems on a roll student. My God. All I all I all I could just tell people to just try Jesus. There is Jesus does work. Jesus is real. Oh, yeah. I know him and I tried him for myself. Mm. Amen. So many people, even in my family, look at me today and they still doubt because I know a prophet in his own country is not an honor. And still in my own family, I'm not honored. But, but God. Because he said, soon I'm about to show. God said he was about to show them that he had his hand on my life. And they would really know that God is God. Yeah. And they exist because of my prayers. Amen. Amen. Powerful. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So anybody that has a child with ADHD, Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, don't give up. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay. Hallelujah. Okay, at this time, 
Do we have anyone else that has a prayer request? This is Apostle Melody Barclay. How are you? Hi, my sister. Mwah. I'm great. I'm even better now that I hear your beautiful voice. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm doing great. Sorry to call in so late, but you know how my day is on Friday, you know? But, yes, um, ma'am. I had to uh, join in, and uh, I was just so blessed by the previous testimony because, you know, what I'm believing for a manifestation of a, a, a miracle in my body and it's already done. So I'm just getting God thank you for Amen. And so that just really did something to my faith, just to hear her testimony, amen, of the miracles God did in her life. But what I wanted to share, um, you know, what's on my heart, um, I, I've been uh, just crying out and, and fasting and praying for the issues that are, um, you know, going on around the world with the ICs. Uh, ISIS group and, you know, the enemies of the church and all that. And uh, one thing for sure and another thing for certain, uh, the church, the Christians in America, we are under uh, imminent attack, imminent danger, just as much as America is, amen. But it's going to be just an outright assault. Uh, I saw bombings, uh, the suicide bombers going into churches. Amen. And um, so we need, I just want to encourage, and I've been praying, I said, God, open your people's eyes because we seem to be so engrossed with our personal issues and a blessing and things like that. And you don't really hear people talking about, you know, fast and and calling, uh, you know, making a plea for, you know, fasting and prayer and repentance uh, for America, you know, this godless nation. And surely there are uh, judgments due us because of being a godless nation. And, uh, you know, our government on down has just been kicking God out of everything. And so the church, um, we need to wake up. We need to take a look at the bigger picture of what's going on. Because what's going on on the other side of the world, it's headed our way. And um, uh, I uh, read an article maybe about three weeks ago that the FBI, they had uncovered in America 24 um, ISIS cell group. And then today I was watching on the 700 Club uh, what they are doing now through different states uh, uh, of America. They um, are trying to get instituted their own Sharia court. Yes, yes. So so bit by bit, in, in a subtle way, they are trying to uh, bring their stuff over here, and 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 you know they 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 are they have no um a heart and and no um plan to you know join us and our faith and belief. Their the, the, their plan is their motive is is to annihilate the American assist uh, the American church, the American everything, where they will become, you know, uh, rule and reign. And so people, got, we got to pray. We have to fast. And like I said, we do have some judgments because of the sin and the wickedness, uh, you know, in America and the godlessness. But uh, every time I read in the Bible where the people got repented, got uh, put on sackcloth and ashes and fasted and cried out to God, God repented of the judgment that was due them, and God granted them mercy. And so, this is the only this is the only hope that we have, people of God. If we find, if we put ourselves in a place of repentance 
and fasting and prayer for real, for real, for real. Amen. It's so serious. It's so serious. And Jesus. that's all I had to say. Yeah. Jesus. God told me the same thing. There's also terrorist cells already implanted in the yeah. United States, and God is calling his people to pray. You're yeah. absolutely right, Apostle. Mm-hmm. Apostle Smith. Yes. This this is Nikki again, I'm sorry. Um, um, what was the um, Apostle's name that just was speaking? Apostle, Apostle. Melody Barclay. Uh, I'm sorry. Apostle Melody Barclay. Melody? Yeah, Melody, just like music. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, Apostle, um, as you were speaking, one thing I love about our God is um, this is the word, just as his word says, to watch as well as pray. Yes. Also, he tells us that he did not give us the spirit of fear, but love power and a sound mind. And as you was talking, uh, I just begin to um, feel his heart concerning you, um, that he uses his apostles and the prophets to sound the alarms and imbalance of that, to know that we're already victorious. He's told us of the times to come and to stand. And I just wanted to share with you with him giving you all of these things, you're one of a few apostles that are in that position, and you're named Melody for a reason. Your worship is very powerful. Your singing, your harmony is very powerful. And for you to begin to go even the more into it, it's a depth. That you that when you hit this, it's a depth in your singing. That when you hit it, and a depth in your worship, when you hit it, yes. you're going to feel. I mean, when I say a presence of God, you're going uh-huh. to feel as if you're right there at His throne in heaven, along uh-huh. with the angels. There is a depth. He's a, He's giving you. And impressing upon you these things and showing you these things because you are one that have the authority through your worship to shift things. Hallelujah. You have the authority to even sing to the ground. You ask him, you want to experience his supernaturalness. He's going to use your singing to do it. When, you, when he gives you insight of there is an earthquake, it may sound so out of you know, just, un- you know, like way out there. But remember, you use Elijah, and the sun didn't go down. Right. So he's going to use you when you when he talks you of this and that. Uh, just begin to flow in that worship and sing over it. And as you begin to sing over it, the very psalms and the words of heaven, psalms of deliverance is going to come to your worship. Mm-hmm. And what would have, could have been, or should have probably been, it won't. Because you right. have already frustrated it with the worship of God. And as he begins to, I mean, just like if he told you about an earthquake, just begin to sing to the ground. I release this worship over the ground, over such and such. And begin right. to sing. 
And if mm-hmm. it try to come, it's not going to be as catastrophic as it was. It'd be like a little shake. That's it. Yeah. It's because of your worship that has come and covered the ground. So mm-hmm. he's showing you these things to alert the people, but in balance for them to know God. Greater is he that within you than he that is in the world. And he's mm-hmm. also also warned us of this time, and he's also given us an example through his word of how even in perilous times, how the people stood. It's not for us to fear, but us to stand in his power and his glory. And he's giving mm-hmm. you such authoritative um, singing and, and words. You'll even begin to hear, you have angel ministering angels all around you, um, as you begin to even sing, and it's, like I said, this part is a depth to your worship. As you begin to sing, you'll even hear them singing along with you. Right, you'll right. even be carried away with them. Uh, I mean, it's going to be so, so phenomenal. You even begin to see them and even know them by name. Mm. It's a lot of things that all within you. And if it's okay with Apostle um, Smith, Mama Apostle, I'm not trying to. Take over, I promise. But it just seems like everybody that's, that goes and talks, he just starts showing me stuff. But um, Apostle Smith, I, I promise I won't be long. <laughs> I just oh, want to just. Smith, you don't mind. But you're right on, sister. You haven't missed a beat. You haven't missed a beat. Amen. Amen. That's why. I, go ahead. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to. Um, I just wanted to pray in agreement with Apostle Melody um, over everything concerning relationships. Um, things that's on her heart, um, as well as mm-hmm. direction that she's seeking the Lord for, to just come in agreement with her. So, Father, mm-hmm. I just thank you for your daughter, Apostle Melody. We give you praise for this sweet wonder that you have put in the earth, a part of you, the worship part of you, my God. Mm-hmm. I thank you, Father, for the world knowing the worship part of you through your daughter, Melody. Together as one on tonight before you, we ask you to give us strength in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that she has even more insight on concerning her worship, Father, for her to know that just like Saul and David, when David began to play in worship, how it expelled the very presence of darkness. I thank you, Lord, for giving her even more insight than when she opens up her mouth and begin to release the worship of God, that it immediately distracts and frustrates and expels the presence Mm -hmm. of darkness. I thank you, Father, that you would heal her throat, heal her voice, Father. In times past, when the enemy would try to come and hinder even her voice, Father, he was trying to snatch away from her. That to her because she is a gift to the world with worship. And, Father, I thank you for this gift making room for her, where, Father, the rest of her life she will be able to enjoy all of the gifts that you have given unto her. I thank you for this precious wonder, this precious gift that you have given unto her, O God. And I thank you, Father, that the company, Father, the the, um, music company that you have ordained and assigned her to, that they will begin to seek her out, Father, where her songs and worship can be played over the airwaves to begin to silence and disarm territorial Mm -hmm. powers and wickedness in high places. 
I thank you, Father, for you, oh, Father God, showing her the very armor that's a part of her armor is her worship, that her Mm -hmm. armor, it disarms the power of darkness in all forms when she begins to worship. My God. She will begin to sing over every realm concerning her. She will begin to sing over relationships that her heart, oh, Father God, is concerned about. She begin to sing over her ministry. And, Father, she begin to sing over the education system. She begin to sing over the judicial system. I thank you that you will show her the arrows to begin to release, Father, the worship where the arrows of deliverance can flow through her worship and begin to target those places, those areas. Father, we thank you that she will even sing over her body. We speak now for total health from in her yes. body, from the depth of her soul. We thank you, Father God, for total healing in every area. We thank you, Father God, of places, oh, Father, that she feel like she may have been stripped of. We thank you, Father, that you will fill her, fill her board, fill her. Oh, Father God, as they begin to sing the song at the start of this, fill her up like never before. The cup runneth over. We thank you, Father, for the songs of deliverance flowing within her, flowing all around her. Oh, Father God, people that walk up to her, they would even feel the vibe. Oh, Father, they would hear the worship within her, even with her not even moving her mouth. They would feel it in her aurora, her very mannerism that would set them free, just her very presence, oh God, setting people free. I thank you, Father God, any legal things that is on her heart or concern. We thank you, Father, that you are one. You are the master plan. You are the judge. And, Father God, justice shall prevail. We thank you, Lord, in your holy, precious name. Every area, oh, Father God, concerns you when it comes to your daughter because of her faithfulness, because of her obedience, and especially because of the walk that she's walked, oh, Father God, not only in the presence of man, but behind closed doors as well. Well, we thank you for you uplifting her head now, encouraging her. We thank you for you showing her, oh, Father God, her inner beauty as well as her outer beauty. We thank you for her confidence being even the more stronger, her self-esteem, oh, Father God, even being the more stronger. We thank you, Father, for this woman of God. We thank you, Lord, that you have given her the resurrection power, Father God, and she will even begin to sing over the wounds of women that are barren and cannot have children, Mm -hmm. Father, that it will cause their wounds to be restored Mm -hmm. and they will carry. We thank you, Lord, for that gift as well. We thank you, Father, that she is one that any area that has been carried, that water of increase of our God comes through her and it comes through her worship, Father. We thank you, Father, that she'll begin to sing. Oh, Father God, even over the priests of the homes, causing their mindsets to be transformed, causing them to thirst and hunger after you like never before. Show her, reveal unto her the type of apostle that she is, where she can move with great momentum in the fullness to full measure and capacity, in the sphere and the scope of influence that you have given unto her, that she will begin to move in the fullness of it, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, that you have given her the ability, just as Paul, to create 
miracles. And I thank you, Lord, shall reveal unto your daughter the anointing and the authority that you have given unto her for her to move in the fullness of it in great momentum in this day, this time, and in this hour that you have pulled her and picked her, anointed, appointed her, chosen her out of her lineage to carry this anointing, to break those things, those generational curses that will no longer come after her. Father, you show her that she has a generational curse-breaking anointing, that she will begin to call out names and sing over the lineage, lineage, and things will begin to change and shift. Daddy, granddaddy, and young man are going to drop, but the sons of her will not suffer from it. We thank you, Father, for you showing her authority. I speak, Father, for her eyes to be open. See, see all that the Father wishes to reveal unto you. Hear, hear the deepness of the melody. You have been called melody because that's what you vibrate in this earth. That's your energy in the earth. You are melody. If not mm-hmm. your name by chance, you are melody. You are the very songs of heaven. You are the sounds of heaven. And I thank you. Your father for giving her insight but she will walk in the bonus of it. She will walk in the honor of it. And I thank you for those that, oh, Father God, that have come to try to destroy her will come in respect. I thank you for you opening her insight of her very significance of her existence. You are the sounds of heaven. You are not made melody by chance. You are the sounds. And we speak now in the name of Jesus. By your power and by your name, your spirit, oh God, we thank you for the very sounds of heaven becoming her royal. Even the more that when she walks in the marketplace, Father, the very vibes of the sons of heaven will begin to stir and shift that market atmosphere. We thank you that as you send her, apostles are wants to build when she goes forth and begins to kill the ground. As she walks through the very door, that the very sounds of heaven will be released even in her presence. Very existing presence, and if we begin to shift and turn, and if we begin to touch relationships, you say, Father, I want to do just like your son did. Jesus touched everything known to man, and I thank you, Father, for her cup that you have given unto her, that even the sounds of worship will bring back healing to marriages. Show your daughter the death of the anointing while she can begin to move in even the more with understanding. Just like Paul taught and told us so boldly and so specifically. With all things given understanding. And she now knows how very important of her existence that she is one that is not just named melody, that she is one that is the very melody of heaven, that she will walk in the bonus and understand her past and assignment and know that when she goes out, yes, Lord, let your sounds flow from me. Let your worship flow from me to begin to change things. I position myself to be used by you, whether I know I'm touching people or not. Just your body presence of your worship will begin to 
bless you, Father, for this sign, this wonder, oh, Father, of worship. And I glorify you, Father, to come in contact with the melody of heaven. And we just glorify you. We thank you, Father, and we bless your mighty name for such a wonder and such a sign and such a beautiful gift. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Sister, I am just outdone. Um, everything you were speaking and prophesying and saying um, is it, just confirmation. And, and it was just really a word, you know, directly from the Lord. You did not miss a beat. You really didn't. And I am I'm just, I'm just outdone. I'm just so blessed. I'm, I'm just speechless on the night. I'm so glad I called. I'm just so glad I called. I thought I was just calling just to uh, join my sister, Apostle Smith, but God had a different plan in mind. And I have been so blessed. And, Sister, thank you so much for just um, taking out the time. And I thank everyone on the line just for being patient with the sister to minister to giving my portion that Daddy God had for me. I appreciate you all so much. I'm just blessed on tonight. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. For those of you who don't know, Apostle Barclay is um, one of my dear friends. She is here in the Buffalo area. She was my first contact here in the Buffalo area, and, and God uses her in amazing ways. So I thank God for you, uh, woman of God. You were more than a blessing um, in my life, and I thank God for all that he's going to be doing for you in this season. And uh, and the people of God that finally get on board and, and get an understanding of what God is doing within you and still uh, the change that he's going to allow you to help usher in, um, even into the new territory that God is sending you to. Amen. Amen. So praise God. Um, I don't think Apostle Woods is on the line any longer. She hung up a little while ago, so um, amen. Okay. So um, I know Prophet's voice, she had called in. If you want to call back in, amen, that would be really awesome. Um, and is there anyone else that has a prayer request? I would or... like to healing um, and direction. Okay. Um, who am I speaking with? Renee. Can you say that one more time? I'm sorry. Renee. Renee? Did I say that right? Is it Was it Renee? Yes. Okay, awesome. I'm sorry. It's sometimes hard to hear because there's so many lines open, so please forgive me for that. Absolutely. I'm going to ask, um, Sister An- uh, Prophet Angela, are you on the line still? Okay. I'm going to ask you to pick up the prayer for Renee, if you don't mind. Yes. Does she have anything specific she wants to or she just wants me to for healing and direction, she said. Father God, we just thank you right now, Lord God. Father, right now, Lord God, your daughter has asked for direction, Lord God. God, only you, us, as your daughter... Put you first, Lord God. You said seek ye first the kingdom. Hallelujah. Ways 
you direct her path, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we ask right now, Lord God, even as she continually pour in, in, in your word so that she can get the grafted anointing of faith, Lord, the spirit of faith, the joy that she will be able to see what you have designed for her in this season of her life, God. That's right now, Lord God, that you would quicken this woman of God. God, I ask, Lord God, that you drop in the name of Jesus, Lord right now, Lord God, that you break every hindering spirit that will come against the Spirit of God. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I ask right now that you encamp about her with your spirit, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I pray right now that you give her dreams, God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I praise you, Lord God, for this woman of God, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, I ask that you touch her, God, as she asks for healing, God. Touch her body, Lord God. We ask that the sweet spirit of the Holy Ghost, the healing power of the anointing of fall upon her now in the name of Jesus in her body right now, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for your, for your move in your spirit, Lord God, moving upon this woman of God in the name of Jesus, Lord We ask right now that we break every spirit that will come against her stomach, Lord God. I, I bind this, her, uh, the strong man that will come against her spirit, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that sickness that's in her stomach. I, I speak to that sickness. Glory to God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that she won't be having any problems in her stomach area, God. God, right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, continually fill her with your presence and with your anointing, God. Overflow her and overtake her with your joy and your peace, Lord God, in her mind. God, we thank you for it right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We thank you for what you're going to do in her, Lord God. Hello? Uh-oh, I think we might have lost her. Mm. Okay. Uh, Sister Tosh, can you jump in there, please? Yes. Thank you, Father God. Lord God, we thank you, Father God, how you are going to use her, Father God, how are you going to demonstrate, Father God, your power, Father God, your miracle-working power, Father God, through the woman of God, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for her life, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for your mercy and your grace upon the woman of God, Lord. Lord God, we ask and pray, Father God, for continued healing, Father God, to go into every area, Father God, of her body, of her mind, Father God, and of the depths of her heart, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for your healing balm of Gilead, Father God. We ask and pray that it just wash over her, Lord God, and let she be drawn even the more, Father God, to you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, O oh God. Lord God, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you all glory, honor, and praise, Father God, for her, for her very life, Father God, for her life, Lord, for her very life, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, we come against any areas, O oh God, of confusion, Father God, within her mind, Father God. We ask and pray, Father God, that you break off, Father God, and utterly destroy every word that the enemy tries to speak over her, O oh God, and speak to her, Amen. Lord God. Lord God, close off her ear gates from the enemy, Father God, that may she only hear from you, O oh God. Draw her into that nearness place, Father God, of you, Father God, so that she may be hearing only from you, Father God, and that she may sup with you, Father God. 
Father God, your word says, Lord God, that you are nigh, Father God, to those who draw nigh unto you, Lord God. And we ask and pray, Father God, that you give her wisdom as she asks for it, Lord God, and direction, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Lord God, if you bless her, Father God, with a friend, oh God, a friend for a close-knit relationship, oh God, one that she can be in relation with, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Father God, may the blessing, Lord God, that you bless into her, Father God, may she turn around and bless into her family, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you for her in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And, Father God, Lord, even as she is seeking after your direction, Father God, even as she is seeking, Lord God, for um, more of you and less of her, Father God, we pray even now, Lord God, that you will begin, Lord God, to fill her fresh, fill her new, Lord God. And, Father God, Lord, as you begin to release your wisdom, your knowledge upon her and in her life, Father God, Lord, we come expecting the greatness of God to be her portion, Father God. We come expecting, Father God, that, Lord, your grace and mercy, Lord God, will begin to catapult her into position to be able to do and to receive those things that you have called for her and given unto her. And so, Father God, we thank you. We just give you all the praise, honor, and the glory in advance. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Is there anyone else that has a prayer request tonight? Yes. Yes, I would like prayer. Yes. How are you today, man of God? Well, I ain't doing too good, but I know the word that the woman of God talked, that word was for me because I've been having excuses. And I've been okay. walking in disobedience. So I know okay. the word for me, and I need prayer. Amen. God bless you, Apostle Smith. Amen. Amen. You know we love you, man of God. You're with family, and we're gonna we're gonna lift your arms up. Amen. Hallelujah. And I thank God you've received the word, and and we're praying for a turnaround immediately. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mother Doris, can you accept uh, serving the king? Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Father God, we just thank you, Father God, for your son, Lord God. Father God, we just thank you and just praise your holy name, Father God, for what you're doing in his life, Lord God. Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord God, that he heard the call tonight, Lord God, and him within himself said, yes, Lord, I will listen. I shall go forth, Lord God. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, strengthen your servant, Lord. Strengthen your son, Lord God. Give him, Father God, what he needs right, right now for the journey, Lord God, for what he is called to do, Lord God. He's called to do great and mighty things, Lord God. He's called to reach specific people, Lord God, at this time, Lord God. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, you put the words in his mouth, Lord God, that he must speak to people, Lord God. You pour out on him, Lord God, your divine will 
and divine purpose, Lord God. You, Lord God, strengthen him and encourage him in the Holy Ghost, Lord God. And Father God, in the name of Jesus. And Father God, as he, Lord God, continue, Lord God, to go to you, Lord God, in prayer, Lord God. And give him, Lord God, what no man can give him, Lord God. And give him more of you, Lord God. And give him more, Lord God, more of your purpose, Lord God. And Father God, begin to let him even hear your heartbeat, Father. The words from your heart, Lord God, that you desire, Lord God, for him to give out, Lord God. And Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, continue, Lord God, to give him strong women and men of God, Lord God, to encourage him, Lord God, in your will and your way, Lord God. And Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, heal, Lord God, the broken heart, Lord God. Bind up his wounds, Lord God, right now. Give him, Lord God, the strength and the power, Lord God, to press on in you, Lord God. He says right now, Lord God, that he will not turn back, Lord God, that he shall go forward in you, Lord God. So, Father God, we just thank you right now, Lord God, for what you're doing in him, Lord God, and for what you're going to do, Lord God. We just bless your holy name, Lord God, and just thank you, Lord God, for your son and your servant. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. And man of God, you know, repenting is just half the state. You know, that's just half, that's just half of it. You know, once you begin to repent, you know, now it's time to get on board and do what you are called to do and what God is nudging your heart to do at this time. Amen. Amen. Apostle? Yes. Um, this is me again. I, I, I just had a, a scripture. Um, as the, um, what is it, servant of, of the king? Or? Yes, servant of the king. Okay. As servant of the king began to speak, and he openly um, began to speak, the Lord had brought a scripture to me, and I just wanted to to just read the scripture and tell and just to let him know by the word of God what just happened for him, even with just his act of faith. It comes from James chapter five, verse sixteen. Confess your trespass this is about the um New King James Version. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. So as you begin to confess, your because of your confession, healing has already begun in your life. Um, healing can take form in many ways. It can be a physical healing. It could be a spiritual healing. Because of you confessing, healing had already begun to take place in your life. Um, just the anointing on Prophetic Winds Ministries, the winds of change begin to blow and heal those places just by your confession. Um, and because of your confession and the, the posture of your heart, and you're saying, okay, God, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm, I'm positioning myself, I'm serious, I want to get it right, um, healing is, has come. Just believe what has already been spoken to you 
um, and what has already been prayed over you. Just believe, receive. Your ear gates is open. Just believe that and know healing has come because of your confessing um, so openly and you having your, um, opening yourself up so transparent. So just walk, therefore, in the healing and by your faith, and you continually be made whole. So bless me. Thank you, Apostle. Amen. Amen. I receive it in Jesus' name, the word of hope from the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Um, you know, at this time, uh, I want to give the floor to Prophet's voice. She's called in. I want to make sure we give her that grace. Amen. Um, Prophet's voice, are you on the line? <laughs> yes, I'm on the line. I, I I have a word for Stacy Woods, and I would really like you to make an appointment so we can meet together, and I can give her this word. It's really very important that she hears what God has to say okay. um, to her. It's a very important word, and she really needs it. And I'm going to ask the room to remember her in prayer, and I'm just going to say this. Sometimes the strongest voice that you hear is going through more things than you yourself could even cope with. Right. So please remember her in prayer. Amen. I don't know if there is a Peter or a Timothy in the room. Peter or a Timothy in the room. I have also a word for Mississippi, and I don't know if it's a woman or a man. So I'm going to ask Mississippi to just say if they're a woman or a man. Yes, this is Candace from Mississippi. Amen. Okay, all right, then, Mississippi. You just hold on. There is, I don't know, I, I don't think the name of the person is Peter or Timothy. I think the meaning of the names are very significant to whoever this person is in the room. They are thought of, when people think about them or even call them, they're thought about as like a rock, a strong rock. Everybody who knows them um, always thinks that they're a very strong rock. That's a kind of... A, thought they have about them or even when they talk to them, they always think, oh, this person is a strong rock. And that's what Peter is, a rock. And the word Timothy means honor. And this person is also a man of honor. And this word is for a man. Okay? okay? This word is not for a woman. It's for a man. And this is how he's seen by those around him. But right now in his life, he feels like his candle is going out. He feels like darkness is making up camp around him. And you wish people would really believe right now that I am not a rock. I am not a rock. Right now I'm weak and I need some help. I'm not a rock at this moment in my life. And he's saying, like I'm at the last bit of hope, whatever is crowding in on this man in this room tonight, it's like, He's here. It's his last bit of hope. It's like he's saying that, God, is there any light at the end of the tunnel? And he's saying, God, I don't even see the end of the tunnel. This dark tunnel seems to have no end. I'm walking and walking, and I don't even have hope that there is an end to this tunnel, much less a light at the end of the tunnel. Right? He's also saying, God, I'm shouting, I'm shouting, and I just hear it bouncing back at me, my own shout. It's bouncing back at me. 
Are you hearing me, God? Are you hearing me? You're everything to me. You are my breath. But even, hello? Yes, yes. I can hear you. Hello? Yeah. yeah. But even my breath is being taken away from me. Right, there's somebody in this room who is desperate right now, and he's a man, for prayer. I don't know if he's going to say I need it, but I just want you. He left, but he's still wanting prayer. Oh, Please. no, 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 oh, that wasn't God. for you. I'm sorry, I missed him. Okay, but he's in the room. Come out and say, this is me. But right now, you feel as if... If they really know how much I am feeling like I'm failing God in trusting and believing in this dark moment, they'll never call me a rock. And so I'm afraid to even say it because I don't want to let down those around me from thinking that this great God you serve, why all of a sudden are you like this weak person? And so you're trying to hold that composure, but you're really droning. You are really, really, really drowning. You haven't thought about taking your life. You don't have the strength to do that, nor the guts to do that. But you are feeling like somebody who is ready to do that would feel. But you don't feel like to do that. But you're really at this point, and you need a lot of help to get light. Now, this is not because you have done anything wicked. You haven't done anything (coughs) evil. But just the pressures of life are coming in. The finances, the debt, the, 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 just those kinds of stuff are just too much for you. There is illness in your family, and you don't even have it to help this person. And I would want to say these persons out. That's how desperate you are. That's how, that's, that's how burdened you feel. You feel poor and weak, but yet still everybody, every single person around you runs to you because you are the rock. But if they ever knew what you were going through right now, they would say this statement, how can such a great man of God be experiencing this? He must be doing something wrong. He must have fallen short with God. If this is happening to him, then he's a pretender about his relationship with God. But actually, you have a fantastic relationship with God. But God is saying, hold on, rock. Hold on to being the rock for those around you. Hold on to your honor. In two months, just two months, to go, and I am going to show up. Hang in there. Do the best you can. And I'm going to tell you why God says two months. It's not because God cannot do this great thing. It is because those who God, those whom God is touching to come in, to help you to do this great thing, to help you to come out of this death, out of this darkness, are being tough, tough skin, tough skin about feeding into you, about being a steward towards you. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's nobody in this room. Prophetic wind, it's nobody in this room 
these people within his own family and within his own environment that he operates in both spiritually and normally. But they are being hard-hearted. And so God is saying, give me two months for me to move away from them and to find another set of people who are ready to receive a great blessing from me because they are willing to bless you. Because they are willing to bless you. But he's also giving those who are hard-hearted two months like Pharaoh to change so that they can be part of your blessing. The tunnel is going to end one way or the other. Don't give up. And when this tunnel ends in two months, come back to this room and be the rock. Come back into this room and come here to prophesy over people. Come here to build their strength. Come stay with them. Do not come here seeking that for yourself. Become the rock in two months and come here and be a rock. Come and be honor. Come here to lift someone else out of their tunnel, no matter what is going on in your life from this moment forth. From this moment forth. When you return to this room, become a rock. Even in this darkness, be a rock in this room. Even in this darkness, be honor in this room. This is part of your trials. This is part of your strengthening. This is part of your growing up. God wants you to come in this room, not in the not as a person in a tunnel, but as the rock and honor that the world sees you as. Because you are that, even in a tunnel. Mississippi. Move my papers from in front of me. Mississippi is still there. She's still there. Mississippi, is she still there? Yes, ma'am. Mississippi? Yes, ma'am. There is flying. Flying. There is flying in a plane. Thank you, Jesus. I see you flying in in a plane. I see you. Where did I write down Mississippi? This was the beginning, the starting of this prophecy, and God told me not to write anymore. He was going to tell me exactly what to say. I see you flying high, travel. You are concerned about getting time to travel. It's like you are not certain if whoever is in charge of you will give you time, will allow you to take time to travel. God says, ask, and it will be given to you. Before you call, it will be answered. So go, make your request gently. Place your itinerary before the person. Let them understand why you would like to do this now. And you are going to offer them make up time. For the time that you are going to travel, 
It is not your vacation time. It is not any departmental leave time. But you are going to ask them for time and tell them that you will even give up some of your vacation time if necessary to do this. But even without that, you are willing to work extra hours, go overtime, or take a project that nobody else wants in return for this time to travel because you need to travel. You need to go. So I see you needing to travel. That's the opening speech. Let me get on with the rest of your word. God said, Behold how I love you. So precious are you in my hand. You are like a gem that has never been found on the face of this earth. And men see it and say, we do not know this. How shall we name it? And one said to the other, we must go to God to get a name for this jewel. Because there is no name yet called on this earth that is good enough to call this gem by that name. God says that the angels are sitting in council with him to bring upon their wings the gifts that God has promised you. God has made you a promise, and you are at a point or were at a point about three weeks ago to say, maybe it wasn't God who spoke to me. But God said, it was me. Do not faint. Do not fear. This promise will come to pass. I've heard you say to God, God, I would like to see heaven before I get to heaven. Give me a picture, God, of what my life is going to be in front of you in that blessed day. And God said, surely, my child, you desire to see that which cannot be seen on that side. But I am going to send angels in a vision to you who are going to be carrying a heaven on earth that no one around you has ever seen happen to anyone. You are going to be visually displayed before a congregation of people in the height of the Spirit of God. And when you descend from that height, from amongst them, it's like you're in a conference or in a church room or you're in a hall. But God is going to send heaven right at the spot where you are. And when you come out of that aura, out of that spiritual high, that you're going to feel like you are not where you are standing. You're going to feel like you're standing not on ground. When you come out of it, you are going to see people literally on their knees. Jesus. And people are going to say to you, people are going to say to you, you were so shining. You blinded us. God blinded us. When we tried to come near you, it's if there was a wall stopping us. And every time we try to come near you because you looked as if you were standing up dead in another form. And every time we try to come near to you, we felt as if electricity pushed, 
shocked us and we had to jump back. We fell into the fear of the Lord said, if you touch her, you shall die. My God, Jesus. God said, this is how he's going to answer your prayer. This is how he's going to answer your prayer for wanting to see a piece of heaven. He's going to bring it right down here on earth. And God says the reason why he's going to do it is because all around you, people are trying to disillusion your spirituality, disillusion your faith, disillusion when you are bringing them the word of God. They're trying to say no. What are you saying? Who do you think you are? How do you think you know more than me? Why do you think when you pray, how do you hear this? Are Are you a witch? And they're trying to disillusion you. But this is what God is going to do in their midst. To show them that truly she is my beloved. And she is truth. You have been telling these people over and over to take off those dirty garments. You are standing and walking in the presence of the Most High God with no respect for God. And you are fooling no one. And God has shown you that some of them only have a short time to live. And you have been afraid to tell them this message. But God said, be strong in me. Believe what I have said. And tell them the ones that I have pointed to, that when you look at them, you see their clothes like funeral rags on them after they have been buried. And go to them and say to them, your days are numbered. Repent and be saved. God says, stand up and be bold, my gem. Stand up and be bold. I see your basket, your your market basket full. Full. You have said to God, I can't remember how long my market basket I don't know if that's what you call it in America, but your shopping basket or your shopping cart has been full. But it's not a cart. It's like a shopping basket. That's what you have been carrying, a basket. It's like when you go to the supermarket, you don't, when you go to the trolley, you feel bad because you don't have that much to put in a trolley. And when you put it in a trolley, it looks very meager. And you wonder, and people see you pushing a trolley, they say, why didn't she take just a basket? God says that he is going to fill that basket and fill the trolley. And you will have the basket on the top and the rest in the bottom. He's going to send someone to you with a financial gift. And God says when you get that financial gift, it is a first, it is a first of seven gifts, financial gifts, the first of seven. And he says when you get the first one, Go shopping in the supermarket and feel good. Go shopping in the supermarket with a smile on your face. Go shopping in the supermarket and push it to that cashier that always looks at your three things and look at you. There's one thing about you. Though you are in need, you dress well when you leave your house. You dress well. You dress well. I must not look like how I feel. I must not look like how I feel. 
And so God said, there is this cashier who always looks at you. You dress well, but you're, what you put on the counter is little or nothing, you know. And sometimes you even ask, let me know how much it is right here. Like you put three or four things on the counter and then you say, tell me how much is this first before you go for the other two. And this day you're going to stand before her and she's going to say to, her, say to you, would you like to know how much you have reached? And you are going to say, no, keep punching the button. Praise God. My God is an awesome wonder. My God is an awesome wonder. Somebody has said to you once that you don't eat spiritual food. You're just drinking milk and pretending like you're eating food. But God wants to tell you that you're grown up. Don't fight with them. Don't worry about them. Get on your plane. Go where you need to go. You are going to be asked to speak at a conference, at a get-together. You're going to be asked to do that. And you are not to be afraid about it. You're not to wonder, can I do this? You can do this. God says he's going to launch you out of feebleness into strength. Out of a question mark to an exclamation mark. He's going to launch you. You have stories to tell. You have a lot of experience with God. You have not just cried tears. You have cried oceans of tears. Just asking God, when will you let the world know the might and power within me. You have said once to God, I feel like Joseph in the pit, still in the pit, waiting to get to Egypt, to get my place in the leadership role. Why have you left me in the pit so long, God? Why am I in the pit? When will this caravan that carries spices come and take me out? I feel like I'm, I'm stuck in the middle of an experience. Yes. Stuck in the middle of an experience. There's a baby. And you're very concerned about this baby. This baby is ill. You're very concerned about this baby. You have been praying in private about this baby. Because somewhere there's an itch where you're saying, I don't want to go pray for this child and then something Good doesn't happen. God says, go and lay your hand on the child. God says, take your prayer shawl, your prayer apron, your prayer cloth. There's something that you hold on to when you pray. I don't know what it is, but you hold on to it. It's like a piece of cloth, but you hold on to it. When you're really, really, really in intense prayer, you hold on to this thing. I don't know what it is, but it's something you hold on to. It has sentimental value, and you hold on to it when you pray. When you're really at that point when you just really want to just burst out and just curse somebody, but you just have to hang in there with God. And you hold on to this sentimental thing. And God says, take it with you. Hold on to it. And pray for this child. This child is sick. This child is sick. You want to heal people. You are nervous about it. You are nervous about it. You don't want to fail. You don't want to fail. 
you don't go and pray for somebody and they die. You don't want to pray for somebody and they don't get up and walk. Or you don't want to pray. But it's it's not those major things that you really want to do. You just want to pray for people who are sick. And they can get up and go to work. Your 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 thought is if they're ill they can't provide. If they're ill they can't grow up. You know? And but you'll be nervous about it, like God suppose I go and I lay hands and this person does not get better. Everybody's gonna say I'm false. You're God's gem. Go lay your hand on that child. Start with that child. Start with that child. Lay your hands on that child. Pray for that child. And no, anoint that child with your sweet words of prayer. Pray for that child. And go back and pray for that child three times. Three times. Pray for that child. And just believe. God is going to do a miracle. God is going to do a miracle. God wants to prove to you that you're all that and more than a bag of chips. You're all that and more than a bag of chips. You are not thrown away. You are not left in the dump. Your prayers are heard. But for everything, there is a season. To everything, there is a season. And God has brought you down this road so that when he takes you into your season in about three weeks, that you will remember your past yes. and never disappoint God in your future. Thank you. That you will remember your past and it will cause you never to disappoint God in the future. I want you to clear before this room that you are a righteous woman, that you are an upstanding woman. If you are a woman who is who who, who, is, who has chastity in her lips, in her thoughts, you have been tempered by God. You have been honed by God. You are upright. There is truth in you. There is a fear and the awe of God within you. You are a woman who loves mercy, tempers justice, and has walked as humbly. As you, as anyone can, before your maker, you do not desire riches nor gold. You desire a meek and gentle spirit, a prophetic voice, a healing hand, and a word. You have a word for the nation of America. You have a word for your nation. I just heard God said you have a word for your nation. You have a word for your nation. Write the word down. Write the word down, down, daughter. Write the word down. God is going to get it in print. I don't know how, but I see it in print, newspaper, magazine, something in print that a lot of people read. It's not a word on the Internet. It's not an Internet word. You don't want it on the Internet. You want it on black and white. You have a word that God has given you for a nation to address certain points. It's not a, it's not one of those. And behold, America shall be strong, and he shall whatever. It's not one of those. Behold, and thou shalt see, and whatever. It's a real Obama, Obama. It's a presidential word. It's as if you stood up in the space of a president, not in the space of Obama or Clinton or any one of those men. You stood up like you were the president of the United States, just elected. And you are giving an inaugural speech. Thank you, Jesus. And this speech was from God. 
And when anybody read it, even if they're unbelievers, because it's not written in a fluvious way, they will say, but this woman has Senate potential. God says, write it down. You have that word. Write it down, sister, before it goes out of your head. If you get a, get a tape recorder or on your phone or on your computer and speak that word, speak that word, speak the word, and then write it down. Or if you can manage to write it down, write it don't matter how many pages, write it down. Lay your hands on it and God say and say to God, tell me who to hand it to. Tell me which publication to walk into, which news office to take it to, and say, I have a word for my nation. It's a presidential word. It's a Senate word. And I want it, and I need it to be printed. God's going to open that door. And you already know exactly where to go. He's going to give you some two words that are in your word that somebody is going to say to you, and you're going to say, are you the person who shall lead me to get this document printed? Let me show you. You just said a sentence in it. You are the person to open the door for me. God is going to do all this. I bless you. I bless you in the name of God. The God who created heaven and earth. The God who rose, who who, who took your Messiah from the dead. The God who walks with you every day in your life. The God who gives you breath every day and vision has not forsaken you. Has not forsaken you. Has not forsaken you, Mississippi. Mississippi. Amen. Okay, Leticia. Okay. Okay. Mm. Would you like me to come off now? (laughs) (laughs) And hand it back to you? Okay. I, I I see New Jer I see New Jersey in my mind, but I don't have a word. So I'm gonna hand it back to you because you might want to close your room. But if we could get um, Apostle that spoke tonight, I didn't hear her. I didn't hear her. Her her. Um, yeah, she's not on sermon. anymore. I didn't hear it. Um, all right, I didn't hear her sermon, and I didn't. God told me not to come in until she was finished, and. People would prophesy over her and all of that, and I was to wait and then come in. So you could get a meeting with her, and we'll deliver the word together and minister to her. All right. Bless the room. The Lord be with you all. Amen. Love you too, woman of God. Amen. Okay. Um, And we are getting ready to transition. So this is our last call. Is there anyone else that needs prayer on tonight? Yes, my name is Evangelist Tubbs. Um, Evangelist Tubbs. Like a bathroom. I I can't hear you. I couldn't hear you. You said your name is Evangelist Tubbs. Tubbs. I thought that's what I heard, but I wanted to make sure. Okay, God bless you. God bless you. What can we what can we keep in prayer for you tonight? Or do you want us to just pray as the Lord leads? Well yeah, you can just pray as the Lord leads. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father God, I thank you for your woman of God, Father. I thank you, Lord God, that she is 
a strength and a pillar, Lord God, for those who are around her and those she has sent to, Father God. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that she is at this time and in this season holding up so many different uh, things, and there are different levels. Like I literally see you juggling different uh, weights and different things that are happening in your life at this point. You're like, Lord, if I drop one thing, everything will fall. So I've got to just keep going. And so, Father, right now in Jesus' name, I pray not only will you give her strength, but I pray, Lord God, that you will give her those in her life that will help remove some of the burden, Father God, that is upon her in this season. Father God, Lord, you have given her supernatural strength, but, Father God, with that strength, I pray a release of your shalom, your peace. Father God, in the name of Jesus, uh, for, Lord God, it is not your will for this woman of God. I hear it in the spirit to just be worn out and burning the wick at both ends. So, Father God, I pray even now, Lord God, that you will give her secure balance, that you will give her, thank you, Lord, that's where it is, reliable help, Father God, that, Lord God, she can place it in their hands and not have to worry about will it get done and will it get done to excellence. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for a greater outpouring of your spirit upon the woman of God. For God, she is a prayer warrior. She is one that will lift people up. She will she will fast. She will do everything that's required to see others to receive their breakthrough. But Father God, in this season, Lord God, it is her season of breakthrough. Father God, you are you are absolutely decimating the enemy right now in her life, Lord. I hear it. I hear the words right now, not tomorrow, not the next day, right now. That you're decimating the work of the enemy. And I see that this was this is something you've been going through for a while, like. It gets better than it gets worse, and it gets better than it gets worse, and, and it's like this roller coaster. And the Lord said, "You are getting off today." My God, my God, my God! For the Lord is preordained. The re- the roller coaster has stopped, <laughs> and I and, and the Lord told me to say it with attitude, just like that. It has ceased. Because there is the enemy has used this thing to just wear you down and wear you out and try to keep you out of your kingdom assignment. But the devil is a liar and he has he has been exposed. The 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 enemy has been defeated and the Lord is saying today is the day where it ceases. It stops right here. Thank you, Lord. So, Father God, even as you are strengthening the woman of God, I, Lord God, I, I really hear uh, the words that you are replenishing her strength, Father God. And, Lord, where she has been in the battle, my God, and it should not have been this way, by the way, woman of God, but it, it, it just is what it is. You were in the battle and you were fighting alone. And yes. there was people that the Lord had called to hold up your arms. There was people that the Lord had called to help help you through this season of warfare. But because people are people and people get selfish, when you couldn't do for them the way you used to, they walked away. But the Lord is saying that in this season he is going to restore and replenish you, and he is going to bless you with people that can weather storms. He is going to bless you with individuals that storms don't deter them from the assignment of God. My Lord, 
and people that can also see you in a storm and still recognize your anointing and who you are in the Lord. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord. Oh, my God. And there's some people that are actually going to answer for abandoning their posts. My God. So, Father, right now in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord God, that you have not abandoned the woman of God. You have not forsaken the woman of God. Lord God, even though uh, things have come and things have gone, hallelujah, I thank you, Lord, that there is uh, a, a great awakening coming for the woman of God, and I do hear awakening, that there, there has been a season where you have been so tired and so weary that you have just been like, you know what, I'm just going to, I don't even know what else to do, so I just, I'm just going to stand. I, I just that's all I can do. But in this season, you're going to begin to feel that push again, woman of God. You're going to feel that option to move in the name of Jesus. And this is your season to move, to come up out of where you have been for so long in the name of Jesus. And, and by the way, you called yourself an evangelist, but that is not who God has called you because you have an insight into the spiritual realm that puts you into the realm of a seer. Yeah. And so the yeah. Lord is also saying that you have, out of fear and out of rejection of man, you have fit yourself into a mold that man puts you in. But the Lord said in this season, I'm going to break that mold. And, and it is going to be a little uncomfortable for you. It's going to be uncomfortable because the Lord is going to be peeling back layers like onions. You know, it's just going to be peeling that stuff off of you. And, and you're going to get back to a place where it is only God who you hear and only God whom you obey. Oh, So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we release the spirit of obedience over the woman of God like never before. That, Father, she will no longer let the words of man, the dictations of man, and furthermore, the titles of man put her into a place where she is no longer functioning in the fullness of her mantle and the fullness of your glory. My God, my God, my God. Father, I come against every spirit that would try to feed off of the woman of God's shortcomings. That, Lord, you will empower her, and where she is weak, you will make her strong. And we give you all the praise and the glory. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And I also hear the Lord saying that your burdens are not yours to bear. To remember to cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. And I I understand that sometimes things get tough and they get hard and we begin to internalize. But the Lord wants you to walk in a liberty and a freedom, woman of God, in this season, in the now not later. Amen? Amen. So God bless you, woman of God, and we are blessed to have you here at Prophetic Wind. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Before we get ready to transition, uh, I would like to lift up uh, Apostle and Prophetess Greenleaf on tonight. They are, uh, they are in a battle. And um, 
and we want to make sure that we lift them up, let them know that they are loved and they are with family, amen, and that the enemy is not going to to uh, take any more ground, do any more damage, amen, but he is going to be defeated in this hour on their behalf, amen, hallelujah. Prophetess Nikki, are you on the line? Yes, ma'am, I'm here. Are you available? Yes, ma'am. I had my phone muted. I had to get to it. Oh, I understand. I understand. We both got the babies in the background. I get it. <laughs> I'm going to ask you and Mother Doris mm-hmm. to um, lift up. We're going to start with Prophetess, um, Prophetess Greenleaf um, for healing, okay. for restoration. We're going to just go down that vein and let God use you. And then we will employ and impart to uh, Apostle Greenleaf um, at the same time. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Father, we just lift your daughter up before you now, God. Oh, Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We just thank you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just call on your name, oh God. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. We honor you. We bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name. We thank you, Father God, for you are everything to us. Lord, we just thank you for your healing anointing, your healing balm flowing upon her. Mm. Thank you, Father. We stand in faith. We stand in faith alongside, oh, Father God, of Apostle Greenleaf for his his wife, oh, God. We thank you, Lord, for the ministry angels that are constantly around them ministering strength to him. We thank you, Lord, for your hands and your hands only touching her. We pray now in the name of Jesus, every unclean hand that has touched, every unclean word that has been released, we thank you for you destroying the very power, the very strength, the very assignment of it. We pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus, every foul spirit that has been released, the very fumes that has been sent. We pray right now in the name of Jesus for it to subside. We thank you now, Lord, in your holy, precious name, in the mighty name of Jesus for who you are. Every poisonous word, every word curse, we thank you for you rejecting and boomeranging it back to the sender. We speak wholeness over her. We pray right now, Father, in your name. We pray in the name of Jesus. We release the blood of Jesus upon her. Any spirit that has come and consumed, that has come to inhabit her body, we thank you now in your precious name, O God, for you snatching, for you severing, for you removing In the mighty name of Jesus, that spirit that comes to suck, that comes to kill, that comes, oh, Father God, to destroy. We pray right now in your holy, precious name, everything not of you be removed from her body. 
in the name of Jesus. Father, this has been a long-going on an on battle. We thank you for you, O oh Father, the King of glory himself. We thank you for you standing and stepping, O oh Father, moving from your place, moving from your position, O oh God, and stepping into the situation and intervening yeah. in the situation yourself, O oh God, as your humble servants, yeah. your prophets have already declared, as your apostles have already spoken. We come tonight and we stand in agreement with the word that has already been spoken. We speak and we release the words and the words, the, the words of, of the word of God. No weapon that is formed against her shall prosper. Every word that rises up against her, she shall condemn. Oh, Father God, but this is the heritage of the service of the Lord, and our righteousness comes from you. We stand in faith. We stand in boldness. We speak now for the resurrection power from the very throne, the very throne of God to come and rest upon this woman of God's body, upon their relationship, every hole, every crevice. In the name of Jesus, we speak for it to be sealed right now in Jesus' mighty name. We pray right now for all residue spirits from past times that comes to heart and taught the very flesh of the man of God. We speak you no longer allowed to, uh, to inherit even the flesh of the man of God. We thank you, Father, for you ejecting that spirit, that foul and messy spirit that comes to grip, that comes to grip and find the familiar. We thank you now in the name of Jesus for that power being broken of the man of God, that he will stand and be the man of God. He will stand in the authority of the apostleship that you have given us to him. Oh, Father, his mindset go higher for him to understand the very authority of an apostle. The apostles have the authority to create miracles. We speak to his mindset. We say, arise. Arise to the state and the position and the standard of an apostle. And the words of life be released from his lips over the woman of God as well. No doubt, nowhere. We thank you now in the name of Jesus. For the angels that have been assigned, nothing shall come and sit, nothing shall come and rob nor steal. We thank your Father in the name of Jesus. We build up and fortify that place where they are now. We thank your Father in the name of Jesus. We release the word of Jesus. We release the name of Jesus on the situation. We release the name of Jesus in her mouth. That when she begins to open her mouth and speak, they will hear her call on the name of Jesus because she will come and encounter with Jesus and she will have a word to say of the times when she was down, how she met the master and she will get up and rise up, Father, and go forth strongly, go forth in boldness, go forth, oh God, in your authority and releasing what the things she has been experience 
Jesus Christ to go forth and declare what the Lord Jesus has shown her. We thank you, Father, for her having the journey, the Baptist experiences. She ahead of time to release what you are saying and to release to prepare your people. We thank you now, Father, the, oh, Father God, for we release Psalms 91 over her. Even the pestilence and the fallen that comes at night. Oh, Father, she is covered. We release the blood of Jesus. Even the witch and different things that try to sin. Oh, Father God, even using animals and birds to spy. We cast it down now. We release a spirit of stupor even over every median that is trying to be used to come in and intervene what God is doing. We thank you, Father. We enforce your plans and your plans only. Nothing shall stop what you're doing. We thank you, Father, for you giving insight to those that are around and sensitive to you to begin to praise you in the midst of it, to begin to thank you, Father, for what you're doing. Father, we believe for a miracle of miracles. You have shown it to us through Elijah. You have shown it to us through Elisha. And, Father, we thank you for showing us in our time. We thank you, Father, for this life. We praise you now in the name of Jesus. For healing and restoration, restore everything, restore the hope, restore the love, restore the joy, restore everything that you have ordained that comes in package in a marriage. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Your word is so, your word is irreversible. What is released, it cannot be changed. It will not be changed, nor can it be delayed or stopped. And we thank you now, in the mighty name of Jesus, so it shall be there. And Father, we anticipate to hear the miracle, the miraculous power, and the very utterance of the truth from the throne of God, through your will and favor of that which she experienced. You sweep declare the word of God over her. She shall never not die to declare the words of the Lord. We declare the word of our apostle. She shall live and not die to declare the words of the Lord. We declare that word over every person over the line, over the body of Christ. We shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord. And we take it now in the name of Jesus. Every premature assignment that would try to come in a we hold it in the spirit now with the blood of Jesus Christ and we release the word of God that says when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard. We decree, declare that and decree it not only over them but over the body of Christ. We thank you now, Jesus, in your holy precious name. We declare no weapon that is formed against them on the body of Christ. Oh my God, no weapon form against each of us shall prosper. We shall, every tongue that rises up against us, we shall condemn. For this is our heritage, our heritage. And we have our righteousness by you. And we stand and have faith in your word. And have faith and trust in you. We thank your Father. You have already told us 
For race is not given to the swift of the strong, but to those who will endure. And we thank your Father for knowing how to endure, giving us strength to endure, sustaining us even in the times of enduring, that we will learn to endure and persevere. And we thank your Father for your grace and for your anointing. We thank you for your power and your word. We thank you for the authority of your name, Jesus. We speak the name of Jesus over us in our houses, Jesus. In our finances, Jesus. In our love, Jesus. And when we speak the name Jesus, and we have faith backing up the name Jesus, our faith agreeing with the name and the power of Jesus. Nothing, not even the enemy himself can stay in the midst or stay in the or continue to do the work that he has been assigned to do because the very name of Jesus made them bow. And we thank you now for every spirit bowing to the name of Jesus. Satan does not have dominion over us, neither does Satan. Jesus has already completed the work. We have the keys of the kingdom. And we use the keys of the kingdom. Or tonight, we have the power to cast through the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we have the power to permit and forbid, to burn and loose. In the name of Jesus. And we rest in his name. We abide in his name. We're protected in his name. His name shall provide for us. His name is a shield for us. And we glorify you now. And we stand in the faith of it. We pick ourselves up in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for the Son, your Son. Oh, Father, that wonderful man of God. Your Son, Jesus Christ. And we just release the name of Jesus in their atmosphere right where they are to be consumed by the name of Jesus. Their mindsets to be consumed by the name of Jesus. Every voice around them not saying nothing outside of what Jesus would permit. Only uplifting words, only words of life in the name of Jesus, surrounding them with the name of Jesus, the words of life. For he is the way, the truth, and the life. And we thank your Father for the name of Jesus being released in their environment, in their atmosphere, over them, in their mouths, in their ears, every part of them, as well as over the body of Christ. And we thank you for the lion on tonight, the roar of the lion of the tribe of Judah, roaring over his bride, shaking loose. Everything that has tried to come and root itself. And we thank you now in your holy precious name for everything being uplucked and destroyed. Our eyes opening, ears opening to hear and to surrender unto you, almighty God, to get direction for our lives where we can live according to our means and standards of kingdom standard and kingdom stature. 
And we thank you for the green Lisa and their family in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we stand in faith, and we continue to stand in faith, believing you shall move according to your word. And we say this, Father, nevertheless, just as Jesus said, oh, Father, when you came and he had to suffer and he had to be crucified and he and he began to moan and groan, Father. But we say, just like your son, nevertheless, not our will, but thy will be done. And we thank you for it in the mighty name, the matchless name, the wonderful name, the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, Father God, we just thank you, Lord. We just thank you, Jesus. Oh, oh Father God, if my sister, Father God, was praying, Lord God, you just showed me, Lord God, huh, over the Greenleaf house, Lord God, that you had open heaven, Lord God, over their home, Lord God, and you had descended a glory cloud upon their home, Lord God. So, Father God, we just thank you, Lord God, for that open heaven over their home, Lord God, that glory that glory cloud ascending upon them, Lord God, even ascending upon their bodies, Lord God. And, Father God, you also showed me, Lord God, that as my sister prayed, Lord God, that the enemy, Lord God, could not come nowhere near their home, that the ground literally shook, Lord God, and stayed back, Lord God, those demon spirits, Lord God, that had tried to come upon their home, Lord God. So, Father God, we just thank you in the name of Jesus for that glory. Lord cloud, Lord God, that should never be lifted upon them, Lord God. That should never be lifted up upon their, their ministry, Lord God, that they shall go forth, Lord God, and shine like gold, Lord God. Father God, we just thank you, Lord God, for the crown of glory, for, for the crown of glory that you're putting upon your manservant and your woman servant, Lord God. Father, we just thank you, Lord God, for the, for the healing, Lord God, that you're doing even now, Lord God in her body, Lord God. We just thank you and just praise you in advance, Lord God, for the supernatural miracle, Lord God, of healing, Lord God, that you're going to put upon your daughter's body, Lord God. Father God, we just thank you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, for the gifting and calling, Lord God, that you have on this woman and this man of God, Lord God, and that, Lord God, they shall come forth like, Lord, shining like pure gold, Lord God. We just thank you and just Praise your holy name, Lord God, for the prayer that has, or the powerful prayer that has already gone forth, Lord God. And we just unite as one in the body of Christ, Lord God, to encourage them and lift them in the word of the Lord. Father God, we just thank you and just praise you, Lord, for the special giftings that you have given them, Lord God, to the body of Christ, Lord God. And they shall go forth, Lord God, in power and in might, in the Holy Ghost. Cover their home in the blood of Jesus. Cover their bodies in the blood of Jesus. No weapon formed against them shall prosper. And any tongue that rises up against them, you shall condemn, my Father. And we just thank you and just praise your holy name for who you are in their lives and upon their lives. Amen. Bless the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Is Prophetess voice on the line yet?
Hallelujah. Thank you. Okay, amen, amen. Um, we're just waiting on her um, uh, to get back on the line. I don't know if she, is she in the in the room, right? Jesus, thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay, I'm trying not to carry the time any longer. Um, Sister Tosh, is she still in the room? Hello? Hello? I see her. I see her in the room. I see her, uh, her Nick in the room. Okay, I'm just going to have her write that word out for the apostle. I don't want to keep the apostle um, waiting for too long. That's not that's that's very disrespectful. Um, I'll um, I'll have her write the word out. Apostle, are you on the line? And. Okay, amen. Um, I'm on the line. I'm on the line. I'm driving. I'm sorry. I wasn't able to get to the phone. I had it on hands-free. Amen. I'm so sorry. The woman of God is she's in the chat room, but she's not on the phone. And I'm just I don't know what's going on. I've asked her several times to call in, so I'll just have her write the word out for you, and I'll send it to you. Okay. Okay, that woman of God. That that's fine. God bless you. Okay, I love you much. Drive safe. I love you, too. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, praise God. Well, for everyone who is still in the room, we are going to transition to dismissal here. Um, I thank God for all of you who have uh, uh, who have come on tonight. And, Sister Tosh, can you do some quick announcements real quick uh, before we uh, get ready to transition here? Yes, um, I didn't know if you knew or if you saw my post, but there was one other person who uh, was with prayer. Okay, so how about you lead that prayer? Okay, it was for William. Uh, He said he would like prayer for himself and his wife. They're not together at the time. A lot of damage has been done. He's unsure what to do. Um, He just needed prayer and to hear from God and to pray for her as well. Okay, well, um, I'm going to have you lead the prayer out, and then Mother Doris, can you can you uh, back up Tosh in the prayer? Yes, yes, Thank you so much. Okay. Father God, Lord God, we come to you, Lord, lifting up Brother William to you, Lord God. Lord God, as he has come into the room, Father God, for to hear from you, Lord God, we ask and pray, Father God, that he find himself in presence, Lord God, that he is able to be refreshed, Father God, and be renewed in you, Lord God. We ask and pray, Father God, for the God from you, Father God, be much more clear, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Lord God, we ask and pray, Father God, as we bring forth his, their marriage, Father God, we put their marriage, Father God, on the altar, Lord God. We ask and pray, Father God, that all damage that has been done, Father God, in every way, 
that the enemy has come in, Father God, that it be reversed, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. We ask and pray, Father God, for renewal of the marriage, Father God, for renewal of the covenant, Father God. For God, we ask and pray for the God for the hardening of their hearts toward one another and the things that have gone on, that forgiveness, Father God, in, Father God, and be able to destroy every area, Father God, of unforgiveness, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Father God, put the love for one another back into their hearts, back into their spirit, Father God, for one another, Father God, rekindle, Father God, everything, Lord God, within their hearts and everything that was lost, Father God, in them, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. Lord God, we ask and pray, Father God, for renewing, Father God, of their vows, for renewing of their commitment to you, Father God, as one, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. We ask and pray, Father God, that everything that was hidden be revealed, Lord, and be dealt with, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We ask and pray, Father God, that there be a divine protection round about their marriage, round about them, Father God, and we lift up also the woman of God, Lord, for her emotions, Father God. We call them into complete alignment, Father God, and we ask and pray, Father God, that for your softness, Lord God, the softness of you, Father God, heal her, that you heal her, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, and also that you heal the man of God as well, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Teach them how to love each other again. Teach them, Father God, how to enjoy each other again, Father God. Teach them, Father God, how to run away with you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus again, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Be with them, Father God, even in their times of being apart, Lord God, so that you may bring them back together. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you all glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come, Lord God, praying on behalf of William. Uh, William, you know there's no thing too hard for God. Uh, so, Father God, we are believing right now in the name of Jesus, the uniting of his marriage, Lord God, the covenant, Lord God, that you have established in the earth realm, Lord God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray against all words of hurt, all words of pain, all words of false accusation in their marriage, Father God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray against, Father God, even those hindering spirits, Lord God, and those uh, unhealthy relationships that they have come in contact with, Lord God, that have spoken negative things against their marriage. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray right now, Father God, that you begin Father God, to renew the marriage, Lord God. Sanctify the marriage, Lord God. Cleanse and purge each and every one of their hearts, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord God, that as William, Lord God, kneel down before your throne, Lord God, that you pour out on him, Lord God, the perfect uh, design that you have specifically for his marriage and his marriage alone. As you begin to pour out on him, Lord God, we pray, Lord God, that he receives, Lord God, the message that shall come directly from you, Lord God. That, Lord God, that you shall give him, Lord God, even a vision of what's to come, Lord God, concerning his marriage. That he shall love his wife, Lord God, as, as Christ loved the church, Lord God. And, Father God, we pray even now for his wife, Lord God. Uh, you know, Lord God, that there has to be 
a complete healing and restoration even within her heart, Lord God. So, Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we pray, Lord God, that you give her a heart of love for her husband. Woo her back to her husband, Lord God. Let her know that he is her covering in this earth, Lord God, and that you have given William to her to protect her, Lord God. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we we speak restoration, Lord God, to that marriage. We speak speak we speak peace, Lord God, to that marriage. Uh, we speak unity to that marriage, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And Father, we just give you praise and just give you honor and give you glory, Lord God, for the testimony that shall come forth, Lord God, concerning this marriage. This we pray in the name of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, our risen Savior. Amen and amen. 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 Praise God. Okay, Todd, can you do our announcements, please? Yes, ma'am. Okay. For um, tomorrow, Prophet Smith be traveling uh, to Solomon's Porch Ministries located at 7705 Toad Hollow Road in Mansfield, New York. If you are in the area, uh, please take the time to stop by, say hello, greet her, let her know that you have come on the line, things of the nature. She would definitely love to meet you in person. Uh, For next week, March 13th, uh, we will not be having prayer night next Friday. Um, We are still in deliberation as to see if there will be another night throughout the week. If there will, it will be posted on our website. So please uh, take heed to follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com for Prophetic Wind Ministries. Also, we um, have a website at the Lord has blessed you as the testimonies are starting to come back in. Hallelujah. Please go to the website at www.propheticwindministries. Join our website. It's like a little community there. Um, You're able to uh, print out and write out your testimony there, how you've been blessed when you come to the room. It's definitely an encouragement to um, Apostle and Prophetess and also to us as part of the Prophetic Wind Ministry team and to others who come across our page as well as a ministry. Um, Also, you can find us on Twitter. Um, Just search for Prophetic Wind on Twitter. And also, if you bless and the Lord is speaking to you on tonight, we ask and pray that you sow a seed into the heart and into the life and the future ministry of Apostle Woods. You can do that by giving to Prophetic Wind Ministries at yahoo.com on our PayPal. So if you have a PayPal, that, PayPal, that would be the address that you would be using. Or you could go to our website at www.propheticwindministries.com. There's a donate button on there. Also join us this coming Sunday night. We will be on Apostle Greenleaf's um, prayer line or Enriched Life Ministries International. Our very own Apostle Marcus Smith will be ministering at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Information will be on our page as way as to join in as well. 
So trust me, you don't want to miss the man of God. He's a teacher at heart and an apostle. Amen. Also, there is just in March, uh, here at Prophetic Wind Ministries, we will be launching a woman's ministry. Um, It will just be an hour long. The details will be posted as well on our site and on Facebook as well. Um, It's definitely for if you're married or women in waiting, uh, this would definitely be for you. The woman of God and man of God have a special ministry that the Lord has given unto them, and it is a time and a season for the release of that. And trust me, as a woman in waiting, it's a blessing. Amen. Amen. Our next time that we will be on, which will be for March 20th, our very own prophetess, Nikki, will be ministering for a word of encouragement, a word of a word from the Father's throne. As you heard the woman of God go forth on tonight, she will be ministering on March 20th, so you definitely don't want to miss that. Amen. She'll be delivering a word of exhortation. And uh, prepare also for the ending toward of the end of March. We'll be having another special guest, and that was, will be announced. Amen. 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 Um, also, for those of you who um, are avid radio listen, listeners, um, I will be on uh, WUFO uh, 1080 AM here locally in the Buffalo area. But if you would like to listen in, uh, it will be April 3rd, which is uh, Passover mm-hmm. Friday. Amen. Um, there is an app called mm-hmm. TuneIn that you can um, download on your smartphone and just look up WUFO and you will find that there. Amen. Um, and you will be able to listen in just like you're here in Buffalo. Amen. And I and I suggest you listen in. It is, it's going to be on the Seven last words of Christ and and their prophetic meaning, Amen. And I think they will have a lot of uh, nuggets and blessings in store for you um, there, Amen. And like the woman of God said, we'll be at Solomon's Porch Ministries uh, tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is in uh, Mansfield, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you are in the area, you do not want to miss it. Mm-hmm. Solomon's Porch is one of the most liberated. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Churches I've ever been at, they they really get into worship. Mm-hmm. They really love the world word. There is a spirit of revival in that house, mm-hmm. and if you need refreshing, if you need someone just to come in and speak an accurate word into your life, tomorrow night will be that night. Amen. Um, also, um, Prophet's voice. Just so you know, the apostle had to get off the line. That's why I was uh, kind of uh, trying to uh, rush you. <laughs> Because she was driving when she called back in. Um, she was wondering if you might be able to write the word out and I could just send it to her. I don't I don't know if you'd be willing to do that, but um, that would... Uh, I'll talk to you. Okay, okay. I just didn't because I knew you I'll were calling in. Okay, awesome. 
Okay, so, mm-hmm. um, okay. yeah, for, so, for those of you, okay, love you, love you. For those of you, this is your first time within Prophetic Wind. Um, for those of you who it's your third time within Prophetic Wind, we are so happy to have you. Thank you so much for trusting the anointing upon this ministry. And we want to hear your feedback. That is why there is a testimonial page on our website. We would like to hear your feedback, regardless if it's via Facebook or via the website, via the email address, whatever. Please feel free to to reach out to us. Um, also, please do not get discouraged. If it takes us a minute to get back to you, we will reply. Amen. We do get uh, quite a few um, uh, testimonials and emails and things like that, prayer requests. So if it takes us a minute to get back to you, please do not think that we have overlooked you or just uh, bypassed you or anything like that. We will be faithful to get back to you. Amen. So just be patient and give us a chance to get back to you. Amen. Um, also, my apostle, my husband, will be ministering um, at uh uh, Apostle and Prophet of Greenleaf's uh, talk shoe line, Enriching Words of Life. Um, that will be uh, Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, they are also on Facebook under Enriching Words of Life. Look them up. Amen. Um, the man of God, woman of God, uh, they have a word. Amen. Um, they have some awesome guests that are coming onto their line. So don't miss out. Amen. Also, um, if we have been a blessing in your life, first of all, we, we will be sowing a love seed into Apostle uh, Stacy Woods. We're asking that everyone can give five, ten dollars, whatever God lays on your heart, and so that we can bless the woman of God with that as well. Amen. Uh, but I don't. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't wait on people. I make sure I have what I need for the people of God. Amen. <laughs> but. That does not mean that you you don't plant your seed in your harvest, amen, for your harvest. And so if you if you are led by the Spirit of God to give, please go by propheticwindministries.com, uh, hit the donate button, it would take you right to our PayPal, or uh, go to PayPal and put in propheticwindministries at yahoo.com, that will also send you right to our PayPal, amen. And, um, and everything that is taken in tonight will be going to the apostle, amen. And, and that being said, um, the women's ministry um, is something that the Lord has been laying on my heart uh, for the women of God to be able to come together, be able to um, encourage one another, especially the married women of God. Now, I don't have – we will be um, – um, gearing it towards also our women in waiting, as the woman of God said, um, these are these are this is going to be sessions for women that are already married or trying to prepare for marriage. Amen. And we will be talking about some real subjects. <laughs> Praise God. If that is for you, and if that is something you feel that you need in your life, Amen. Please um, email us at um, propheticwomenministries at yahoo.com or reach us on Facebook so that we know you're interested and we know to make sure we get in touch with you to um, make sure that you can be a part of, amen. All of these services that that God has allowed us to do, um, is we are not charging anything, amen. 
And and let me tell you something. You can go right to your home church and still have to pay five or ten dollars for a class. I'm just I'm just keeping it real. So please be mindful of that. That everything that we do is is unto the Lord. So when the Lord does bless you to be a blessing, please remember Prophetic One Ministries. Amen. Um, I'm trying to think. Was there anything else? Um, oh, Prophetess Anita Williams from Take It to the Streets and God's Deliverance Ministry. She has been our guest speaker two or three times on the line. Please keep her in prayer. She lost her mother earlier this week, amen, and they are preparing for uh, her funeral. Um, So please keep her and her family in prayer, amen. And um, and, and so that is, um, I think that's about it. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. And so, um, and so, praise God. So, now that we have concluded all of the announcements, I just thank God for all of you. Thank you for coming on tonight. I'm going to ask Sister Tasha, who is the head of the intercessory team, to um, dismiss us in prayer. Amen. And we will see you again on the 20th. Um, um, next week we will not be on, not on Friday night. We're probably going to try to come on, on 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 a different night, maybe the Thursday or the Saturday. So please, um, if you are not connected to us on Facebook, okay, I'll have somebody else do it. Um, um, if you are not connected to us on Facebook, please make the connection. That is how we are doing most of our announcements. We're on Google Plus, we're on Twitter, uh, but Facebook seems to be uh, what everybody has nowadays. Amen. So that is what we're using to get our announcements out to the people. So please make sure you are connected. www.facebook.com slash Prophetic One Ministries. Just connect to the, the ministry page. And everything that we are doing, amen, will be um, right there on the page. Amen. Hallelujah. So, um, okay. So, Mother Doris, can you, um, did Sister Tasha, did you call back in? Yes. Okay. Can you pray us on out, please? Okay, I'm sorry. I had the computer on and the phone, and they were different things. What did you say, Prophetess? Can you pray us on out so we can dismiss, please? Yes, yes. Father God, Lord God, we thank you, Father God, for your spirit, Father God, being here in this house on today, Lord God, and on tonight, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for your healing virtue, Father God, that was released. Father God, your newness, Father God, your fresh oil, Father God, the winds of prophetic wind blowing, Lord God, across each and every one who was present on tonight, Lord God, and those, Father God, that we are attached to, Lord God, let it even reach unto them, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you, Father God, and we ask and pray, Lord God, that as we depart from each other on tonight, that we will not leave each other, Lord God, in the spirit, and even in our special times of prayer and alone times of prayer, Father God, that we will remember one another. In prayer, Lord God, continue to lift each and every one of us up, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for our apostle and the prophet Smith, Father God. We ask and pray, Father God, that everything that they do for you, Lord God, be 
uh, rewarded, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Lord God, continue to infill them and fill each and every person, Lord God, every member of the Bible ministry, every saint, Father God, who is here, Lord God. Fill us up, Father God, until we overflow, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you. Amen. 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 So God bless all of you. Thank you for coming to Prophetic Wind Ministries, and we will see you again on March 20th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God bless you, and may the Lord continue to keep you. May his face shine upon you, and may he bring you peace. God bless. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.